Welcome back to the Float Track Podcast. I'm Kevin Sully. Starting solo. Hopefully that won't take too long. We're trying to get a connection with Lincoln Shrike, who was on the show yesterday doing the Women's Marathon Live Show. This is the Men's Marathon Live Show, and they are underway right now in Sapporo. Iliad Kipchoge, Galen Rupp, and a stellar field are beginning their Olympic journey. The last track and field event. The email address flowtrackpodcast at gmail.com. If you're watching live on the YouTube channel, be sure to leave comments, and especially if we don't get Lincoln. Because if we don't get Lincoln, guys, I'm going to need you. I'm just basically going to be on a Q&A and then talking about how much water Kipchoge is or is not drinking for the next, I don't know, two hours and five minutes, four minutes. We'll see how quickly this thing goes. Maybe 10 minutes. Maybe it's going to be slow. The weather conditions I did see were overcast today. We had some reports from people on the ground there. David Monty says he's in the main stadium and he was seeing wind in Sapporo was significant um, and it was raining in Tokyo, not in Sapporo. Remember, two different places. They moved the location in order to get <clears throat> cooler temps. But anybody who's watching the women's race yesterday and saw the, the run on the ice buckets there knows that it was not cold at all. Not, not pleasant marathon running conditions at all in, in Sapporo, but there is some overcast skies there in Sapporo. And if you're watching the actual live stream, you can see that it does look a bit cloudy, although I, it's hard to tell from this angle. If you want to sync up while you're watching, I'm at two minutes and 10 seconds on the clock here on the feed. I'm watching modest pace early on, as can be expected. Kipchoge in that distinctive honeycomb kit for Kenya, which they've worn all championships. I wanted a deep dive into the kit. It's one story I didn't get from the Olympics. I want to know why Kenya decided to go with the honeycomb style. It's something that's completely non-traditional. Never got that. Galen Rupp in the white there. And it looked like his, basically his, his jersey was completely soaked. Uh, pre-race. I know we were speculating yesterday after seeing all the things that the athletes were doing. What what would the what would the men's marathon bring in terms of innovation, in terms of ice? Oh, and I'm pleased to be joined now by Taylor Texas's own, the second most famous <laughs> resident in the track and field world from Taylor, Texas. Lincoln Shrike. Lincoln, good afternoon. Good evening to you. Hey, I appreciate the title. Uh, sorry about the delay. A little bit of uh, internet issues here in the in the abode, but we we got it figured out. I'm for you know three Miss Men's Marathon, which is quicker than I had yesterday uh, access to the women's race. So I'm actually feeling pretty good about it so far, Kevin. <laughs> we already got one apology out of the way too for those of you who are playing the official unofficial Lincoln Strike drinking oh, game good. and, and want yes, want to play I along there. I'll try to keep those down a little bit today. <laughs> well, if you cut out again, if you cut out again, then we'll just, uh, we'll go to the YouTube chat here. Um, looking at the comments, like I said, feel free to comment in the chat as we go, get to some questions if we can. Uh, someone said that Rupp started with a bag of ice in his hand. Now we saw yesterday, Perez Jepchircher, the winner, was stuffing the ice into her jersey throughout large portions of the race. Um, and I'm not sure what the men will try because they have the benefit of going last. And you see they're up with the bag of ice in his hand to, to begin. 
And I don't know, Lincoln, what are your thoughts on what they probably learned from yesterday and what they're going to apply to to today's race? Well, as we know, if there's anybody that's going to innovate with advantages uh, or innovate with, you know, ways to keep cool, I think it's Galen Rupp. The carrying of the ice, though, is still surprising for me. I don't allow, or at least I don't think they allow or anyone would want to race in an ice vest. Ultimately, it's going to get sweaty, so I can't why that you're not one to do that. But the ice, uh, I, I just didn't really expect to to see that. I even in you know initials, I mean, it was not hot, hot, but it was warm, right in Rio. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know if we saw anybody carrying ice. It's just a, it's it's funny. It's a new trend which we're used to embracing. You know, maybe new new trends, but it's one that's uh, awfully I don't know rudimentary and and uh intuitive or counterproductive almost just the fact that you have to carry it i'm sure he's ditched it since then i think just scanning around it looks like he probably is not going to carry a bag of what would quickly become water in his hand the whole race you know perez yeah. chip cheer chair as i think you mentioned she she rocked hers in her in the the in her kit for quite a while yesterday so uh, mm-hmm. uh we Yeah, what if everybody just has to bring one item with them from the start line to the finish line and Rupp was conveniently mm. assigned ice? That would have worked out really, really well for him. Uh, of course, keeping our eye on Elliot Kipchoge, that- uh, Kenya, pre-race favorite here, who comes in coming off of a, a good race when he did that tune-up at the airport in the Netherlands, ran 204.30. And that came on the heels of his last loss when he uh, got defeated in London. He had won the previous 10 marathons before that. Other Kenyans on the list, Chirono, Kiprutu, Ethiopia is running Lisa de Sisa, Katata, and Sisse Lem. At least that was the planned entrance. We'll actually see um, who ended up there. We obviously know Kipchoge is, is in the race, but there was some shifting of teams, I know, on the track at the last minute for Ethiopia, but we'll, get a, we'll, get, we'll double check that as we go. Uh, Lincoln, what do you think of the non-Kipchoge, non, non-Rup entrance in this race? It's good. I mean, this is a great championship runner. Um, you know, I know he, he won the last world title. He's medaled at world championships before that. And, you know, he's won Boston, I believe, on two occasions and has been running well, at least in recent. He's got as good a shot of anybody. Obviously, the marathon can you know wreak havoc on anybody at even any given day we finally saw that with Chioge back, back in October, last London race so there there are some guys in here that can certainly uh contend I think even if we know that Kipchoge is the best to do it the defending champion and a guy who won every race for so many years i think you know at, at a certain point we have to acknowledge okay maybe his his age is going to catch up to him and he's not quite the the goal just two years ago at the one nine. now maybe that's not the case but i i tend to think that that's he's definitely beatable than he has been in the last five years um so somebody like uh was it lemma who won in london i i'm now i'm now i'm mixing up my my uh, Ethiopians, but who was the man who won in, in London? Sure, Katata. Or no, it was Katata. Katata, okay, 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 okay. Uh, yeah, Katata, uh, 
he would seem to have just as good of a shot as anyone. So, uh, of Ethiopians for sure. I would, I would keep an eye on them. Uh, and Chirono, Chirono from, from Ken is also, uh, a, a guy who's really threatened in both fast races and in, and, you know, in winning Boston and out kicking to CISA a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. Like we might need you to get another router and put it on, like one on each shoulder to improve the internet connection. Maybe, maybe instead of the bag of ice, you could just stuff some ethernet cables into your, into your shirt. Cause you're cutting out a bit on, on my end here. I don't know if people are having the same experience in the, in the chat. Are you in the same spot as you were, you were yesterday? Sorry about that. <laughs> Doing our best. I actually flew to support for this, so I, that was a gamble. That <laughs> I suppose. Yesterday we couldn't get the live stream going, and then today, today you're you're struggling just with the basic uh, internet. Maybe yeah. maybe your kids are are streaming all, all sorts of uh, ca- cartoons in the other room. That it's slowing things down here. I don't think so. Everyone knows the you know. I I, I went to the one computer model yesterday. I um was you know watching on one and and ca- talking with you on one but i you know i watched it on twitter and i look i just looked weird like turning my head to the side so i'm okay. just on one laptop and I, I i'm trying to be responsible with my internet usage here um but mm-hmm. we are streaming a race in japan and then uh doing this as well it's a little bit hard for my mac to apparently keep up We're, we are uh or not i guess it's not my mac's problem it's my internet the internet should be a little bit better now, hopefully. So, oh, stick with me. I apologize. Okay. All right, you pulled some tricks. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you looked back at yesterday's show and you didn't like the way you looked. So then you jeopardized your well, connection so that way you could look better. That's interesting strategy here. Yeah, you, <laughs> you know, uh, I don't know. In one door, out the other. Uh, that didn't make sense. I. Uh, <laughs> what? I don't know. <laughs> when one door closes, another oh, opens. Uh, opens. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what you're going for. Yeah. I did the Gordon mist metaphor there. That was nice. Uh, mix up the thing. Uh, I just thought one computer might be more economical. I didn't mess with the router or anything. Although, you know, okay. um, it's not unlike my one-year-old daughter now to, like, get into where our stuff is and pull stuff out of the wall. So, uh I'm not immune to stuff like that, but I think we should be okay for now. It's gotten better. Whatever you did, okay. it was a good move. And listen, okay. you got a pretty low bar to clear. This morning, Gordon recorded from a McDonald's parking lot and then started his car <sighs> during the outro because he started to get hot. He went 99.5% <laughs> of the way of the episode. And then as soon as we're starting to wrap it up, I hear ding, 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 ding. Just wait, man. What are we doing here? <laughs> well, listen, he was the guy who had to be really frustrated that his Katie Najot and Johannes Vetter parlay didn't hit because that one yeah. seemed a, such a lock. Uh, and for that one not to land, it had to be tough. Although he did get Ingebrigtsen and winning gold. So where, where did Gordon stand as far as his bets heading into this marathon? So basically, if Rupp medals, because he put money on Rupp meddling in this race, yeah. he ends up winning overall after his over 40 bets, $372.58. Okay. If Rupp loses, 
Do- he'll lose. Yeah. Or sorry, if, it, if Rob doesn't medal, he'll Gordon will lose two seventy seven forty two. So basically, there's a five hundred dollar okay swing here okay. either way. But yeah, he's not gonna be. He's not gonna be out of too much Hurting. money. I told him. Yeah. yeah, I told him to to hedge last minute. So like he, like put in a Kipchoge bet or something like that to oh. to just co- cover your, to cover yourself. But he did not. He did not want to do that. He did not respond. I saw he's a guy of, of stiff integrity. So, <laughs> so I saw Jake Riley's already off the I did the back here, um, and we're coming up on five k. So we'll get a split at at five thousand meters, and that'll give us a little bit of indication of the pace. It looks it doesn't look like they're plotting along. Again, obviously Kipchoge Definitely picked up makes Kipchoge makes every pace look easy but when we get this split we'll have a better indication of um how that time time projects but we have um we had some separation already in the pack here I'm getting a cool overhead shot where they're pointing at which person the Lisa DeCisa is with an arrow but you're you're so high up in the sky it's not really going to help you by the time you come back down with this drone shot oh it's yeah a cool shot it's a cool shot, but it's like this one. Oh, you. oh, there's there's E Kipchoge. There they are. Okay. No, no, they've got the seats up. And hey, you've I just know, you know, when you've got graphics, you've got to use them. Use them. It doesn't matter if they're <laughs> ill-timed, you just gotta go with it. Mm-hmm. So um Suarez of Colombia up front there. Kipchoge almost looks like he's running a with the formation of Pacers. In front of him, mm-hmm. not competitors. That's what it. That's what it looks like. It looks like guys are queuing up behind and in front of and behind Kipchoge. The last way he did that sub two, where he had people um, in front of him and behind him, because they figured out that. Remember that that was a big innovation between the first one and the second yep. one was not not don't just have him be at the back of the pack, but put people behind him as well. Too. Yeah, that's what it what it kind of looks like there with that diamond formation, a, a buffer zone, you know, a buffer. I think. I mean, what do you think Kipchoge's mentality is going into this? He loses London and it breaks his streak of, of ten, sanctioned marathon wins in a row. And during that same record, he had obviously two phenomenal time trials. So he had basically twelve perfect marathons in a row. Loses one, but then gets a win what do you think his mindset is going into this race well i'm sure that his victory since then uh as you mentioned at the airport was pretty crucial for him um we obviously we we obviously don't really know as they clicked off 5k 15 17 so you know not a complete jog but also not exactly crushing it so far um I, it, you know, only he knows what where his where his training's at, along with his coach, obviously, mm. as as far as relative to what he would have, what the shape he would have been when he ran one fifty nine, when he ran two hundred one. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say his mindset's pretty confident. The guy, I mean, if there's one athlete, I think we can say is probably the strongest mentally uh, in the sport of marathoning. It's pretty safe to say that Elliot Kipchoge is that guy. So. Uh, I assume he is quite confident, um, knowing that, you know, he is the defending champion, knowing he's the greatest marathoner of all time. And, you know, he's not just Mm -hmm. a time trial guy, obviously. Uh, He is uh, a guy who 
five years ago completely controlled this race. And, you know, the fact that it's not going to be incredibly fast, I, it, is, it doesn't lessen his chances. He's just as likely to win if it's fast or slow. So I think he's probably really confident. Yeah, and he's run well in different conditions. The rain obviously was not good for him in London that one year, yeah. but he also has, he's, you know, he's, you mentioned he thrived in Rio. He's thriving all these time trial type settings, which I know the conditions are perfect, but that's also a weird setup where the entire focus is on you. And he's, he's managed to, to succeed in, in all of them. He ran a 204 with the insoles coming out of his shoes. It's not as if he's not used to a little unpredictability here. Um, so that 5K split, I mean, it's just still, you can see a whole bunch of people still in there. Suarez is leading this race. And we saw Jake Riley drop off. I wonder if we can pull the results up again where Abdi Abdurrahman of the U.S. is. Because Rupp is obviously in that He's pack. only five seconds back. He's only five seconds back, 15-22. Okay. So he's still but, up there in the mix. But Riley, right. this can't be good news for Riley to already be 23 seconds back at 5K. And maybe we don't know the conditions out. Well, I guess we do know the conditions because they just showed the, literally, as I said that, they just showed the temperature and the humidity on the screen. So shout out <laughs> to them for doing that. But yeah, but there's, yeah, there's a clear group there, 30 or so that are away from everybody else. And you'd assume that's where the main action is going to derive from, but right. it's still early. It's still early in this thing, obviously, but Kipchoge looks super, super comfortable. I wonder, again, because I, as I mentioned before, I just wonder how much they looked at the women's race and saw how that race unfolded and applied it to what they're doing today. Conditions are not exactly the same as they were for the women, but you got. I guess you could watch that and kind of get a feel of what's going to work and what you probably should avoid. Yeah. I mean, nobody did. There was nothing yesterday that was there was nobody going for broke that you know that mm -hmm. completely died we saw sal peter die not die i'm sorry that's a little bit of a harsh word but you know fall back and completely implode after being in the front group but you know nobody i don't think in any olympic marathon you're gonna have anybody you know just go from the gun necessarily mm -hmm. we do have uh this suarez up here uh athlete who's probably running a little bit outside of his abilities right now but you get that in every championship race so um, not nothing is going to be too surprising if, if he, you know, is up here for a bit at up until 15 K and then we don't hear from him again. But, you know, I, it, it's, I don't know if there was much to learn from yesterday's race other than make sure to get your water. Because I think if they're watching closely, <laughs> you saw everybody taking water, 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 ice, ice, ice. So, and that can be a little tough. You know, they showed that aid station uh, mm -hmm. from just a moment ago on the stream. And there's so many bodies in there. It can be tough yeah. to, you, you know, you just don't want to miss your, you don't want to miss your liquids uh, even at this early point. So, you know, you don't want to take anything for granted um, and you got to get in position to get your water when it, when, when it's available. And there's this group and there's a pretty sizable gap and then a couple stragglers and then another huge gap. So they've they've made their way away from the, the the pretenders here. It's interesting, right? It's not like there's just a group mm -hmm. and then another huge group. They they've gone fast enough to put themselves away. You can see it when they have the overhead shot, just how big that that gap is between them and everybody else. But so far, it looks like everybody's in there. You know, the 
we had some some DNFs yesterday from the from the big names on the women's side of things. And I mean, if we have that similar thing happen here on the men's side, if you just look at, if you go through PRs and you look, okay, who could, who should factor in, once you get about eight or nine deep, then you get to some really unpredictable people. Then you get to this Olympic tradition where you have someone come out of nowhere and and get, get a medal or someone come out of nowhere and potentially contend for gold because, you know, you got three Kenyans, three Ethiopians, you have obviously Rupp who's run 206. You have someone like Osbilin from Turkey who's run 204, Abdi from Belgium who's run 204, Rusum from Eritrea who's run 205. But once you get past that that tier, and I know that I just listed a good amount of names, Suguru Osako, obviously proven runner. You know, if there's just a couple DNFs and a couple bad days in there, then things really start opening yeah. up because, you know, it's just much different than a major marathon. Okay, so we're seeing our first, what I'll call a Jep cheer cheer from the front of the front of the pack where someone just, they grabbed like the whole ice tray, basically. I think they ordered like a 10 gallon bag of ice and just put the entire <laughs> thing in their shirt. They're going to run out of ice. Does everybody get their own personal bag of ice now? Like you get your own bottle and then all of a sudden now you get your own bag of ice? Uh, that's a good question. I saw... I don't know if he was trying to chuck it and had, didn't have room. It looked like Kipchoge maybe shared his either water bottle or ice with somebody next to him that wasn't a Kenyan. Mm -hmm. So I, I could okay. be wrong there, but it, it it looked like he was he was sharing the love a little bit, um, which I guess is is cool to see. Seven k. So we'll get our next split. We really only get splits every five k. So we'll have to wait another three k to check in on pace. But you can just tell from the size of this group that it's under control and yeah, there's a lot yeah. of sharing of water going on. There's a lot of people who are, they're embracing the spirit of Italy and Qatar with the high jump. Tie. Yeah. Like just, just, <laughs> I was, I was going to say that. Did you see today after the 1500 with when chariot gave his bracelet to Ingebrigtsen? Yeah. There's a, I there's a good tweet that. out there. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh. So it's, it's all love is in the air, basically, in the last day of the Olympics. Chariot said he decided on the way to the meet that he would, if he got beat, he would give it to somebody, whoever beat him. Mm. Which I would like, the that's a good move, very nice of him, but I would have been like, hey, he should have said, I'm going to beat everybody, and whoever I beat the worst, that's who gets my bracelet. Just to remind <laughs> him of how badly I beat them. He should have done that in Doha. But he's a great sport, great sport. Gives it to, to Jakob Ingebrigtsen. Um, what we don't know, because you know, it mentions this chariot has won twelve of the thirteen. Etched on the inside mm -hmm. of that bracelet, it says uh it says one for twelve. One in twelve <laughs> in it. He cuts no, just you kidding. think he knew Great ahead race. of time what was gonna happen. Yeah. He had someone just uh, update it instantly. What was your thoughts on the fifteen hundred? Oh, it was great. It was a great race, and I just drew back to with Inga Britson, you know, he had a good meet in Doha, but obviously he missed out on the medals uh, in the 5k and the 1500. He called himself in the mix zone, uh, the biggest loser. And uh, that, yeah. he chooses one event, which I think for many people was conservative, you know, in our eyes that, that Inga Britson uh, 
just just picked one, but obviously that that worked out for him. Uh, you kind of knew that he was going to eventually do something big. I say eventually. I mean, he you know, despite the fact that he's twenty, he's a veteran uh, of the championship stage. Uh, and with Ingebrigtsen, or excuse me, with Chariot being just a, I don't just slightly. It seems like slightly more beatable this year or maybe just Ingebrigtsen's taken that leap I guess you could say that he did run 328 today uh mm-hmm. it's, it's it's almost as if the baton has been passed I mean you can pretty close to say Jacob and Jakob Ingebrigtsen's the best 1500 meter runner in the world obviously he just won the the world title but or, excuse me the, the Olympic title but now I you you know when you run 328 in the Olympic mm-hmm. final man it just it makes that 326 flat look Awfully, awfully tantalizing, you know, as uh, mm-hmm. they say, and the, the cliche of cliches, you know, the, the world is his oyster. He's only 20. And uh, this guy may dominate this event for years to come. There was just an interesting interaction at the water station. The Brazilian athlete tried to give a water bottle to Duchessa of Bahrain, but I don't mm-hmm. think Duchessa saw it. So he went across him. <laughs> and grabbed his own water they had it in slow-mo and very rarely is the marathon slow-mo that interesting other than to see (laughs) basically the faces but at the water station they're treating like it's a steeple and some someone's gonna fall at any moment it's just not it's not that interesting not be good yeah they're tightly packed though and i don't know no one looks Mm -hmm. like obviously it's the heat but no one looks incredibly comfortable to me i mean i know they're not like rolling here and maybe it's just the fact that it's really bright out you know, Kipchoge doesn't have sunglasses. Uh, a lot of guys, honestly, with how sunny it is, there's not as many pairs of shades out there as I would, I would expect. But I don't know if it's just that or what it is, but it, if it's the heat. But nobody looks entirely comfortable out there. So uh, that being said, with that, that many packed bodies, you got to be you got to be careful. You could have a spill. Mm-hmm. So we are at. I'm at twenty six fifteen on my on my stream. I think you're a couple seconds. Behind me, Lincoln. We're we're about in the same range, right? I believe so. I'm at commercial right now. I just got a okay. uh, Obdi montage, um, mm-hmm. and now we are uh, selling some type of vehicle or something. So okay. yeah, yeah, we're we're in similar places. But I, uh, I yeah, you're right. I think I'm a little bit behind, and I'm in commercial. Mm-hmm. What do you? Uh, right. The go ahead. No, please. Oh, I was just going to say, big victory for white hats, uh, as always is, is in hot marathons. Uh, mm-hmm. you, you get the white hats out there quite a bit. Rupp's got his, like, slightly tilted to the side. Mm-hmm. Um, a, uh, you know, I don't know if that's a fashion choice or if a practical mm-hmm. choice. I'm sure it's a practical choice, but um, it's it's not necessarily, like, a cool push to the yeah. side you know uh it's more of like how a how a dad wears like a hat that's ill-fitting so uh you know maybe i can really... up embracing the fact that he's 35 now you know just like not not as worried about his style m- more worried about practicality <laughs> yeah just to also rup, rup in this in this pack looks to be about 64 205 right just right. running, running with that with that group. Okay, we have a. Okay, Katata's out. So this is exactly what oh my. I was talking about. What could happen? So Shura Katata, London Marathon uh, champion, is holding his right hamstring. So he is Yikes. out. So Decisa is now at the front of the pack. I say that as my feed is now breaking up. Oh, we're going to the <laughs> drone cam now, or 
overhead cam. I think all of Kenya's team is still intact, but that's the biggest news so far of, of this race. That's huge, right? And uh, yeah, that's huge. Ethiopia has, uh, you know, they've brought some big names in recent years, and I know they got a silver in 2016, but yeah, that's some tough luck for a guy who, you know, I, on paper had as good of chances as, yeah. as he did. And I know they had a trials race, so it's not mm -hmm. like they just, you know, picked. This wasn't uh, just a random, you know, political decision, if you will. They had a trials race, and maybe he just picked up the injury today. But, yeah, that's that's tough to be doing that before, to be dropping out before 10K of the Olympic marathon. Uh, mm -hmm. We always see this, though, right? Like, Ethiopia will – now, we don't always see this. Obviously, uh, DeCisa won the world title in, mm -hmm. in 2019. But they, they it doesn't seem like Ethiopia ever puts together, like – one through three like a good championship race i i mean i'm sure that's wrong but they always have issues uh with at least one one athlete in in a in a championship race so with with uh shurikata though you had a guy who's just consistent like he was a perennial top three guy in the majors this wasn't a guy who popped the fast time last year and they said oh let's put him on the team let's let's let him roll yeah, out no, there. no no this is a guy who was a safe bet now the good news is the rest of their team, same thing. DeCisa, you know, like you mentioned, 2019 champ, uh, but he's won Boston and New York, and Sisse Lemma has been solid. He's a veteran as well, too. As for their record in, in you know, big, big-time marathons, like championship-style marathons, yeah, there are a bunch of DNFs. But then I go back to 2016, Kenya had two DNFs there. We remember Kipchoge winning. But we don't uh, really remember. We don't remember Stanley Biwat, and um, that's right. I'm blanking on Wesley Career. West Wesley. Yeah, Wesley Career DNFing. Um, I guess you go back to was it 2012 when yeah 2012 all three Ethiopians dropped out. So dropouts are not uncommon oh, okay. to your point amongst the two favorite nations, but. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I'm looking here at Abdi, uh, who's at the back of that pack. They had a very distinctive running style there of Abdi Abdurrahman. So we're at oh, yeah. 10K. All right, here we go. So we got 10K splits. Kipchoge, Suarez. Ooh, they slowed down. El Arabe. Yep. Uh, Petros, Tedessa Abraham, who's run some fast times. Jordan O, the Chasa of Bahrain. Chirono's in there. Kiprotu's on there. Decisa's in there. Let's just double check, make sure we have Sisse Lemma in there as well, too, of Ethiopia. You see Galen Rupp there in the pack. Is Sisse Lemma in there? There he is in 26th in that same group. And then one behind him, Rusam. Keep an eye on him. I mentioned his name before from Eritrea. And then is Bashir Abdi. There he is, 32nd. All right. So mm -hmm. how big is this group? Let's keep going down to see where it actually breaks. Because I am terrible at judging about how big groups are. Okay, there it is. Right well, here, Abdi. 40, 40. Yeah. Like four through 47 is within three seconds. Yeah. So about but that, 40 to 40. Could that, be, that doesn't seem – that is that – that pack looks smaller on the screen than it actually is. It's just must – it's just so dense. Uh, but mm -hmm. it it's just a little deceiving. But, yeah, that's, that's crazy that it's that close. And mm – -hmm. uh, you know, Riley is in 50 seconds. He's 29 seconds back. I don't think we're getting a medal out of him. But he was 23 seconds back 
at five thousand yeah. at five k. So to only lose six seconds over the next five k, you know, he's not completely falling apart. So that's yeah. good. Well, we don't, and we don't know yeah, what type of. Well, we don't know what type of race this is going to. Yeah, or what what's going to yeah. develop into. I mean, we've already had, as you mentioned, Katata get out. Steven Kipertich, he was off the back and walking. He's the 2012 Olympic champion. So there's at least two people who have had major performances that we know are already out of this thing. So we just don't know. We don't know what type of race it's going to develop into, but there's still yeah. 40 people, 40 people involved. Ooh. You're right. I'm so bad at judging how many people are in packs. Like I'm good on the track when I can just really count. So I can tell the difference between six people in a group and three people in a group. But when it's a bunch of marathoners, it's, it's tough to figure out. Yeah. They're doing the slow-mo of, oh, absolutely. They're doing the slow-mo of, uh, some ice pack chucking, some sharing <laughs> of the ice with Chirono and Kip Rudu. This is, uh, yeah. You know, those guys cutting up the guys and, and women cutting up the, uh, the slow-mo footage are just having a blast like what what do you got for us well i got mm -hmm. some people sweating up front and uh let's, let's do a replay of that you know yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, they got the features so you got to use them you know a guy we haven't spoken about kevin as i go to commercial uh cam levens up in that top 50 group mm -hmm. yeah cam levens the canadian uh made the made the team had a big race leading into these Olympics. So yeah, who knows if, I mean, people keep, people are dropping, people are dropping at this point. So anybody who watched the women's race, you know, Molly Seidel wasn't, uh, wasn't a favorite to get a medal going in and pulls it out. You mentioned the ice. I think a cool feature of this race at mile 20, there's just a snow cone machine, which is going to be fun for all the athletes. They get their own, they're not going to put any flavors in them, but you know, they'll get the, the shaved ice. There's going to be actually a guy shaving ice and then they're just going to dump it in their Jersey. It's going to be a lot of fun. What was the name of the guy in, in Berlin who was given uh, water to oh. Kipchoge? Is it uh, Hans uh, or Lars Klaus. or something? Uh, Klaus. Klaus. Sorry. Mix up my, my names there. Uh, maybe he's there divvying out snow cones. Uh, mm -hmm. Just handing them out. That'd not. be nice. Yeah. <laughs> Cam, Cam Levins, I just saw, again, as you mentioned in that pack, I don't know, 14.52. Looks like they did a slow mo of uh, Bekele, not not Kenanisa Bekele, another Bekele. Looked like he was dropping off the pace and was stopped at that point. Yeah, the looks like he keeps going and stopping and going. I'm not. I don't have the audio going. This is a Lemu Bekele of Bahrain. He keeps stopping because he has sure look appears to be cramps and then he touches his toes and then he keeps going, which is just the, I mean it's just a nightmare scenario if you're oh, a marathoner. You you prep for that day and then the, your body's just not not cooperating has that ever worked has stretching out a cramp like and then being able to recover and get back in the race has that ever i mean i'm sure it has but it doesn't seem like it's ever an effective method in the moment i mean it works for me and you if we're running three four hour marathons when when kipchoge is the tip of the spear in a marathon yeah <laughs> you stop to stretch out a cramp it's oh get on the bus it's over it's done. I mean, I credit him <laughs> if he's able to finish the race, and I would tip my cap to him if he's able to do it. But it's just the same way where you know, fall down in a fifteen hundred. You get up and finish if you want, and it's good to finish because you could maybe get in on protest. But they're going so fast, you can't make it. Can't make yeah. up that gap. Yeah. No. One hundred percent. 
Well, let's see. What was I going to say? Well, here? there's a tweet um, tweet here on the screen here from Hanson's run. Whether you support Galen Rupp or not, you must admit that he totally understands how to race the marathon. I agree with that part. I believe the goal is to not be seen for the first 20 miles. Galen does this masterfully. Well, not entirely because we've definitely seen him a couple times. Partially because yeah, he's but now he's, six, you don't mention four. Yeah. Well, you look for him as a as an American, right? You're like, okay, where is where is Galen Rupp? But yeah, he does. Yeah. Uh, you know, you you know, if you're Galen Rupp, you don't obviously want to be in the lead this early, right? With how like mm-hmm. with how tall he is, you know, you want to be try to be tucked as as well as you well tall relative to the rest of the field. You want to be tucked as well as you can. But yeah, he's a smart marathon runner. Um, you know, got to believe he honed his tactics on the track over years and years and years of racing uh, at the championship level there. And yeah, he's just a, he's a good athlete. You got a guy in the mid pack with a thing of ice balancing on his head, which reminds me of that commercial with, I believe, Katie Ledecky, where she put the glass of milk on top of her head and swam across the pool. Swam. That's a bit harder. Yeah, I'm sure that was real. This. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I I wouldn't have believed this is possible, Lincoln, but it's happening. An Olympic marathon with a guy balancing an ice bag on top of his head. We're seeing – Well, we saw that yesterday, right? Wasn't wasn't that happening yesterday with a Bahraini this, athlete in the women's race? But wasn't, it wasn't – I mean, I thought, she was just hold, I thought she was just holding it up there. This guy's just chilling mid-pack with it up there. I'm just – I mean, just to see it happen is just <laughs> – it's just incredible that this is – do you think they planned that? They practiced marathoners, famously. You have to prepare for every sort of different scenario. Do you think they thought ice bag hey, balancing? Yeah, yeah. Because I, it'd be I annoying it, if it slid off your head. It may just be that that warm to where they're just you know the bags are melting. Yeah, we we have we have a, a photo yesterday from Chumba running that that we can put okay. up on the screen there. That you know she, that's a. You know, if someone asks, how's your marathon, how did your marathon go? You could just send them yeah. that, that photo. And, uh, and <laughs> so I, I, I just saw on my screen, Galen Rupp looked like he removed his hat for a second there. I don't know if he was dousing himself with water or ice, but you know, mm-hmm. credit to, uh, the Hansons, uh, Kevin Hansons for talking about Rupp's ability to hang out but yeah you're right we do see him perhaps because he's all dressed in in the all white uh and again he is taller than much of the field like you mentioned kevin but uh mm-hmm. i now now i can't take my eyes off him now that i'm supposed to not be able to see him so it's i think can can levens has been a little bit more can levens has been a little bit more incognito than than Rupp in this race thus far mm-hmm. yeah i'd agree with that and i think you're right it's just because you're looking for him then you're going to notice him in the pack. It is, it is funny with the marathon. You just find any little thing to talk about. Oh, he took his hat off. All right, that's a discussion point for the next half yeah, mile. Oh, he put his hat back on. It's difficult. Now I'm looking it's for difficult. Levin's. I, in that, uh, he's on, in the in that, the top left oh, of screen. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. I could see him. He's more towards the back. There. I wonder if is there any separation between. We'll have to get an all aerial. those runners. Yeah, we got to get this is when we want to go aerial. What we're doing here still on the feed I'm watching, we're doing the whole check in with runners way far behind, but sh- shoot them from like at, behind them. And so you don't even see their face and they're not in the main pack. It's just a treat. Yeah. And we did that with the women's race yesterday. 
and they kept doing that late in the race. Oh, I just, yeah. I mean, there should be a Kipchoge cam, correct? At this point, he's earned his own camera. Just a, and you can, you can put it in the just, bottom. Yeah, just, just yeah. You think that it's like a tiger, the Tiger Woods thing, you know? You know, you can always, even if he's not in contention at a at a golf tournament, they're always going to be covering him pretty steadily. They may not be the focus if he's not in the uh, not in the top top group or anything like that or has a chance to win but he's always going to be able you're always going to be able to see what tiger's doing and i guess the same is true for kipchoge there should be that uh and it is a little bit easier when he's right up front where he belongs so yeah saw some contact there that slow motion replay was good the athlete from china was upset about something got a little got a little too close oh we got some yeah, virtual cheering picking up maybe oh virtual, some virtual cheering. cheering you're seeing the boards on the side i don't know if you're seeing that same thing I am at 13.2 kilometers, but they had some video oh, monitors. Oh, there, there we are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that looks exciting. Yeah. How much money went into that? And is, is that having any effect? <laughs> A lot. Is the athlete going to be like, man, you I, I really got encouraged by those virtual fans. Rupp just dropped his hat. Rupp has ditched the hat. Update. Breaking news. Well, I think he's filling it with water. He dropped it entirely? No, I think I think so. I could be we'll see. Do you think he should have asked the rest of the I, pack if they were interested in the hat before he did that? I mean, yeah, reuse and recycle, Galen. I mean, come on. Like somebody could have wanted it. Can you share equipment? I don't think like I know you can share yeah, water, but can you share like a hat? Uh oh, somebody else has dropped off. Who's that? Yeah, it's from I don't think anyone. Oh, from Korea. Yeah, he's walking. But they they do these cutback shots of anybody who, who drops out, and now he's going again. I wanted to try to get with that aerial shot an idea of the pack. We'll get it in the next he's, mile when we get to the 15K spot. 15K split, excuse me. Oh, there's the push. Yeah. Look at that. There's full contact there. I don't know if they showed that already. Yeah, all right. We've got oh, something else queued, uh, queued up here. Rup, Rup's oh, hat. Oh, the hat! There it is. If you're watching, you can see. Oh, wait, but he's got it back. Yeah, no, how he's does got that it, I wonder if he picked up. Oh, he got a new hat. I bet he got he a new hat. Is that right? Or was it an optical there... illusion? Enhance, enhance. Zoom in, zoom in. Let's figure this out. Can you get well, new great. hats? Is that is that a thing, or did was it may have been an optical illusion? Okay, well, look at the way his hat is on his head. It's way high, so he's got something underneath. Travis is saying it's a new hat. So where did the new hat come from? Is there a hat table too? It's We're a fine. mystery. Yeah, and that's what I was, that's what I was saying with the. Of course, now I cut to commercial. That's what I was saying with the way he's wearing it. Is like he's wearing it high. Which I is 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 that like a style choice or is it a practical? Like, does he have an ice pack underneath? He's holding. Like, in, you know. So right now he's. I see him holding a bag, but he might have put ice on like in his cap and then thrown it up over his head. I think that okay. here I'll do the motion okay. for you. This is what I think he's doing. He's grabbing the ice bag, got the hat in the other hand throwing it in to the hat and then putting the hat on like that. I think oh, that's what he's doing. Okay. But I don't know. The whole okay. new hat thing is a, is a plot twist here. Oh, it says I, I just, coaches. People are saying his coach gave it to him, but I don't. Mike Smith? Interesting. 
Mike Smith's out there doling out hats or yeah, different it's just, just, just throwing hats out everywhere. Is everybody getting new hats? I mean, this is, if we stayed with the front pack a little longer, these are the things I could figure out, but yeah, Rupp is definitely the hat is high. You can see, um, the athlete behind him too. A lot of these people have their hats that are askance. That's not a style choice. That's because there's all it's not sorts a Pedro of... Strope. It's shout out to the Cubs. It is not a Pedro Strope <laughs> situation. It's because there's a bunch of stuff jammed underneath their hat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ice in the hat. Yeah. You think? I mean, yeah, we need a a cooling hat. Ice in the hat. And yeah, okay, so here's the here's get I'm getting a replay here. Okay. I'm getting a replay here. DeCisa grabs a bottle. Okay. And then this guy drinks out of the bottle. Okay. You're going to show us anything interesting? He's just drinking. Come on. I want a hat. I want to see a hat transfer. I want to see the full one minute or two minute process of getting ice in the hat. I see Kipchoge drinking. I know that's how a human being drinks when they run. All right. I didn't get anything. Did you get anything on your, anything on yours? No. Are you talking to me? Uh, no. Cause I'm watching yeah, I'm a Geico commercial. I, I got a guy. I was watching a geico commercial so i okay now i'm back on the feed but sorry i feel like if we were watching the main feed there would be a feature on the eye like it'd be like let's cut to so and so in the studio like mike tarico is going to show you how to put ice in a hat mary carillo was is going to demonstrate how they get ice in the hat the marathon but Nada. nada. I don't nada. think it's anything more than just tossing a bag in the hat. I mean, I, I could be wrong there. I, I still want to see it. I, it's just because you do want to see it. And I get that. I'm just saying, I don't know how practical, you know, an ice hat would be in the sense, like one where it's already built in because you're just going to sweat through it. But I guess if you get a refreshed one each time, but I, I didn't yeah, know that yeah. was, I just didn't know you could do that. I didn't know you could, uh, you know, obviously you can get different water bottles. So what's the difference? But I didn't know you could get mm-hmm. like different clothing essentially to wear mm-hmm. I, I i've never you know heard or seen that in a marathon you know who doesn't have an ice hat Ilya kipchoge he doesn't have a hat at all mm. he's just i know full-on running his best race out there interesting well um splits should be coming up i think we passed it. 15k yeah yeah so yeah we, we, we did so Nascimento Ooh, they've, of they've picked it up, Brazil. Kevin. They've picked it up. Forty six oh three through fifteen K. All right, let's see how many are in this group. If we can scroll down and then we'll do we'll we'll call roll after that and we'll see who's still in this group. So there's at least twenty one. Now we're up to thirty. Cam Levens is in 25th. A little bit of a drop after 32. So we love, I mean, the gap is, it's definitely smaller. Obdi there, only 14 seconds back in, in 45th. Mm. Jake Riley in 49th, he's only 40 seconds back. Well, Maybe he played his yeah. cards right here. <laughs> That's what I, you know, I, it's been so long ago, obviously, um, when I saw Jake Riley falling back early, you know, basically ahead of 5k, I thought, uh Oh, but then I remembered if you think back to the trials, he didn't fall back this much, but he came on late. That was his strategy. So it may just be his game here in, in the marathon. Uh, you know, I, I, again, doesn't probably 
you know, give him good shot to medal, but maybe to have his best race, you know, mm-hmm. coming coming from behind, be conservative early, especially in these tough conditions, uh, is a is a good thing for him. It, I think we're heading to getting to halfway in this group being cut about in half. What do you think? It should. I, I said they picked it up. I mean, they picked it up marginally. That second 5K was really slow. And then, you know, they've gone back to kind of that initial pace of the first 5K where they were running like in the 15 teens, I believe. So uh, you would think that that will come, but I don't know who's going to take it. It's kind of like, it reminds me in Rio, right? There was some, it, it you know, the, it was later in the race, but I think I can't remember who it was, but somebody tried to pick it up and go past and yeah. Kipchoge literally told him not yet, not yet. So oh, yes. <laughs> I think with Kipchoge there, nobody is going to be like, I think I'm going to go for it right now. One that hardly ever works in the marathon, uh, but especially against the greatest of all time, uh, it, you know, they've got some guys in front of them helping him do some of the work, but it, I don't think they're trying to run away from him or anything. And if they are, it's a fool's errand. Yeah. And there's, enough people left in this pack to where you're not getting any designs yet on, Hey, I'm a medalist. Let's make my big move here. There's still, there's still a lot of guys there and Kipchoge looks very comfortable, but mm-hmm. so do a lot of people. Lemma, Lemma is kind of hanging out there to the outside and DeCisa doesn't look too great, but it's just kind of the way he runs as well. Too. Yeah. DeCisa never looks good. Um, but he is yeah. a little bit, that said, he is a, I, I would say he would like to be a little bit further up. So uh, it won't surprise me. Either way, if, he, if he's really not feeling good and is falling back or if he – I guess this is a strategic decision. It's not like a break's been made and he's getting left behind. He just yeah. – I guess it's just a little bit surprising to see him kind of behind Rupp and, and behind Lima. Rupp seems to be doing the same thing he did when he was chasing Farah around the track all those years with Kipchoge. Just, just sit right on him. Shadow. Never lose sight of shadow. him. Shadow. Shadow, yeah, yeah. shadow, shadow. You go right, I go right. You go left, I go left. You slow down, I slow down. You speed up, I speed up. Because Kipchoge is first now into this water station. And maybe that's just he wanted to position cool. himself for the bottle to make sure now he's all Rupp. good. And then Rupp went right there. Okay, Rupp took off the hat here. Let's stay on this as if I'm producing this uh, live show here. Okay, yeah, grab another hat. Wow. Just like that. Just like that. Do you see it? Did you no, see I it? haven't seen it yet. So either I'm, oh yeah, he's dropping that hat, tossing it to the side and I'll take a new one with, yeah. Okay. So his, his water bottle dealer or whatever you want to say is, is get, get him new hats. Okay, cool. Didn't know you could do it. Is anyone else doing that? Is anybody else That's getting what, new hats? A lot. So it'll be interesting afterwards to judge the, the difference between the, the hat crew and the non-hat crew to see who had more success out here. There, we'll check it the next one. There's an athlete, and I'm trying to get it. It's a Moroccan athlete. El, mm-hmm. I can't see his bib. Uh, but his hat is so, as you said, askance uh, that mm-hmm. it almost looks like it's been like photoshopped onto his head. Uh, yeah. It's just like, it's he, he, so he must have like an ice pack or, or something. So uh, I mentioned earlier that I thought Rupp was just wearing his hat like a goofball, yeah. but I think it is a uh, strategic cooling decision. For mini okay, athletes. But this, but this one didn't have any ice in it when he grabbed. So the guy handed him the bottle and the hat at the same time. So the hat was just, it was all folded together. So the hat was wet. He put on the hat. Now we'll see if he adds ice to it. Hat watch 2021. You know, it's convenient oh, for. Okay. Oh, God. sorry. I'm not. Well, no. I was just going to say. I'm a little it. bit. 
behind you. But yeah, he took it off and is now doing something to the hat. But then they cut back, so. Yeah. I was just going to say it's convenient for Rupp that they have the uh, water stations in alphabetical order by country because it looks like USA yeah. is the last one. It's it's a lot easier to find your water station, I think, if you're at, at one of the ends mm -hmm. as opposed to like being in the middle. Like, uh, <laughs> you know, I don't know. I was, just, you know, Great Britain might be having a little bit of trouble because you got to find yours in the sea of countries. But if you're in the US, yours is right at the end. That's convenient. Yeah. Yeah. No. And, and that's the main source of anxiety early on, especially when it goes slow. So, all yeah. right, let's reset it here. I'm at 17.2 kilometers, 53.10 on the clock. Suarez, Kipchoge, Chirono, Nascimento, uh, Rupp is up there as well. Things to, tend to be clicking along here. We'll get that next split at mm -hmm. 20K, and then, and then we'll be right near the half marathon mark. Yeah. Yeah, I'm watching a Modelo beer commercial right now. We've we've had quite a few commercials. It feels like more commercials than than the women's race. And maybe it's just that I'm, you know, they they get all the commercials out in the first half. Uh, hopefully that's the case. But I if they are breaking every five minutes, uh, where what oh, I'm really? watching. So that's cool. Yeah, yeah, we're we're paying for for this experience here. So, um, anyways, so, so I'm just trying to keep it. Keep it happy. Looks huh? like Levens. Looks like Levens is off the main group now. Yeah, that's him. Fourteen thirty-two on his bib. Kenya positioned themselves right up near the front. All three of them looked real good. Trying to get a perspective on Lemma, and there's someone with a dinosaur costume and a French flag on the side, which is what you love to see in these races. I see Decisa back there, trying to keep my eye out for lemma but still a big a big group with a lot of people that will fade once kipchoge decides to make a move or whoever makes a move whoever blinks first here but i think you're right i think no one wants to everybody wants to defer because the really good people are going to defer because they know he's the guy to beat and the people who are punching above their weight right now want to defer because if they do that he can crush them with a single stride so I think that's what's mm -hmm. going on here with this group. <laughs> this is a good tweet. That, that is a good one. I got get. <laughs> but he's got a new hat. <laughs> I was trying to think of some some hat content. But there's there's got to be anything. some jokes, right? There's got to be. I mean, that that's a good one. A Simpsons meme is always or GIF is always uh, a welcome addition to the. I uh, we we got to be on hat count. Are we on hat three? Uh, we need to like a ticker on the side. Are we on hat three or four? Because we're yeah, at least on that... three. Okay, the Brazilian guy just gave Kipchoge a fist bump and they became best friends at the front of this race. So <laughs> I don't know if you're still on commercial, but that was amazing. No, I'm uh, not. I'm he's... back. I'm back. Okay. Around 55-40. Like they're all having a great time. Now the Colombian athlete's laughing with them. This is amazing. And Kipchoge just, just seems like he's strolling out here. He's making all like new sorts of friends. He's probably asking favorite spots to eat after the race. Great fist bump too, while you're moving you that fast. 
I just, I don't know what happened. If you, hopefully it didn't anger him. You wouldn't want to anger Kipchoge. It also seems impossible to anger yeah, I don't know Kipchoge. how you do that. Yeah. Especially during a marathon. I mean, he's a, I was, uh, I, they, they were, they were doing slow-mo highlights during the 55, 40, uh, time period. I'm on 56 minutes now. Um, I, so I missed, I missed the fist bump, oh, no. which I'm bummed about. Yeah. I'm bummed that, about that's that. Something you want to get a slow-mo of that would have been awesome have a right. slow-mo no they were doing that they were doing slow-mos of everybody getting their you know ice packs getting rup getting a new hat uh which you know that's old news they, they we, we could have got to that several minutes ago mm-hmm. um and then and then uh people sharing water so oh well uh, that's that's lost to history for me over here on the usa network which coming <laughs> up later tonight we will have new episodes of i don't know Mr. Robot. What's, a, what's a usa i don't know yeah, Mr. Ru- there you go. I, I, pretty good show. Um, so I'm seeing them get some not a not an aid station, not a not a country specific oh, station, is. but getting some more water. Replay. Oh, he missed it. He missed the bump. Oh, he missed the bump at first. I'm getting the slow mo here, so you might get this. Kipchoge just okay. did a thumbs up because he thought that's what they were doing, but Nascimento kept it out. He really ran the risk there because that's awkward. Anybody who's fumbled, uh a fist bump or any sort of handshake knows the longer you wait, the more risk you put yourself to embarrassment. Now you might also eventually get that fist bump and then all is well in the world, but he left it, he left it out there for a while. And I think it caught the corner of Kipchoge's eyes and then he gave him some dap there. So I'm glad that went over well. Okay. Well, yeah, you always got meme potential too. If you, you know, you get an unrequited uh, fist bump, uh, yeah. So you got to be careful. It does look like Galen Rupp has like a baggie under his hat right now. So and and they're showing oh, Cam yeah. Levens at least on my feed. He he has gained a hat since we last saw him. So his hat is red. So he's bucking the white hat trend. Yeah. But he was running Sans hat when I when last saw him, and now he's gained a hat. So you know the the plus minus for hats right now is all over the place. Well, and here's the thing, we they cut away so much, it's like inception. You don't know which hat you're on and which <laughs> level of ice pack you're on. 100%. It's, it's it's very very difficult to follow here because you're jumping back and forth and back and forth. We're about to we're at 19k right now. So we'll get another split here and we'll have a good idea of the of the pace and how many people are left in that in that group. Um, Travis is telling me that Do Nascimento just swished his ice bag into a trash can from the opposite side of the road. So he's just... You mean a dust box? So he, he like, he pulled a... He he went from long range. He made it into the trash. And is that why he... Is that why he dapped him up? Did Kipchoge say, hey, that was an impressive shot? Are those (laughs) things related or did one happen... Yeah, this is where you really need somebody on the ground, Kevin. You need somebody in the lead cart. Uh, You actually get two seconds off your time for every ice bag (laughs) shot into a uh, – every every ice bag shot into a thing. I see a a tweet we're pulling up here from from five years ago. I don't know if it's up on the screen yet. Apparently, there it is. Apparently, in in 2016, Rupp was switching hats as well. So this is not anything new. You should have known that. You were really paying attention at, in 2016 to the marathon. You don't remember the hat story? 
I, I just wasn't paying attention enough to, I was certainly watching the race, but I think I did. I tuned in late, even as much of a mm-hmm. running fan as I am. Uh, if I don't have to tune in till, till the last 10 miles, I typically won't cause, uh, it's, it can be so, a little, little slow. So I would have missed some of this, but, uh, yeah, but Kipchoge, I mean, you know, we, now that we know people are gaining hats, such as Cam Levens, Kipchoge, uh, may go this whole race without a hat but in 2016 uh-huh. he had a hat on it at one point uh we'll see we'll see what the the decision was because hats have been a big story of this race so far oh here we go here we go i'm getting the thumbs up i got a smile from kipchoge okay i think Kevin, i do i do have to i do have to wonder if the the shooting of the ice bag was related to that like you mentioned like, like you hypothesized because kipchoge mm-hmm. was laughing yeah he shot it from across the way and he yelled what everybody yells when they switch something from from deep into a trash can he probably yelled kobe this is what you do kobe honor RIP. the late great kobe bryant yeah and then and then kipchoge was like wow that was amazing gives him the thumbs up but then he went in for the full fist bump because then the other guy up front is laughing about it too um okay so one thing one more thing on jerseys and uniforms while we're at it that picture of Rupp from Rio made me remember that he switched cheese to singlet that year. And he did that at trials and he did it in Rio and he's not switched cheese in his singlet here. Rupp's even smiling in the picture. We got, I mean, how yeah. great is the picture by the way? That what's is that classic. Thing? Put it, put it. What's the meme thing? Put it in the, put it in the Louvre. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're an That's art guy, good. Lincoln. Yeah, I mean, you would need somebody else with like a different expression to really like throw some confusion into it and and get some yeah. mystery to it. But I enjoy. It. I mean, there's not a but whole lot. But you got better Rupp in the back with a bag coming. But but there's a yeah. bag coming out of the back of Rupp's hat too, and he's sort of smirking. There's a lot here. Yeah, there's a lot you can there learn is. about just about the world in this race based on that picture. Um, okay, so we got we have splits now for twenty k. I believe ah, we should. We so yeah. let's scroll through these guys. Uh, what's that meme? Put it in the lube. Yes, good. All right, Travis is taking what I'm saying. And cl- so go to Flowtrack right now if you are and uh, uh, retweet or like that tweet just so I know that you're listening. Um, really made myself sound old. <laughs> Isn't that what they say? Put it in the lube or this is a renaissance. I see that yeah, this yeah, is a yeah. renaissance I painting. The, I guess you could say, yeah. The Dame, the, the Damien Lillard, uh, the Damien Lillard shot. That was a put yeah. it in the Louvre, or this is a Renaissance painting. Okay, so Do, uh, do what is it? Do, do, is it Do? I've Nascimento. never heard of the, the, the Brazilian Do Nascimento. He has gained a hat. So we have another another gentleman in the uh, hat edition club. Will, will everyone be wearing hats by the end? That's what somebody's got a visor. Well, uh, some people are going to be wearing silly choked. hats. Somebody's going to get those hats from Dumb and Dumber that they bought at the store. Just. <laughs> <laughs> like a, if like a top hat. If, if, if Choge yeah, breaks this thing open, he needs to just do comical hats. Like he gets Ryan Krauser's cowboy <laughs> hat for a mile, switches it out. Yes, top hat, monocle. Just try <laughs> the whole the whole plethora of hats becomes available. Like he goes Peaky yeah. Blinders oh. on him. He just does Kip- the entire no, suite I, of hats. Yeah. I, I thought Kipchoge had a hat, but it looks like it, it was a maybe a washcloth and 
uh, in more important news, DeCisa back up towards the front now. So DeCisa apparently wasn't feeling okay. bad, or, or if he was feeling bad, he's not anymore. So that's a that feels like a crucial development. Okay. There we go. I'm I'm looking. So Travis is going to put up the the results again. Talk us through who's in, who's out, how many how many people are in that group. Well, we have a uh, let's see. So basically, the the top group is 33 strong within th- uh, three seconds, and then it, to the next place, it cuts back to 14 seconds. And uh, Cam Levens is like the cutoff of the of the final like guy you could reasonably consider say has contact with the the top group. So 33 basically, and now I see Jake Riley is past Abdi. So uh, that has that has occurred. On the Jake move. Riley doing his yeah, he's doing his uh, kind of come come from behind. So they did hit halfway, and uh, South Africa Stephen Makoka. 65-13 with Kipchoge two seconds back. So is Makoka making a move here? Let's see. Yeah, that's the. This is I'm... the first. This is the first somewhat sign of. He's looking around a lot though. I don't know. Yeah. It's not a full committal. I don't care what anybody else is doing. I'm going for it. Halfway, yeah. Halfway splits. One hundred five thirteen for Makoka. Yeah, you're right. He is looking around um, quite a bit. Now, what has Makoka done? Because I know his name. I mean, obviously, he's not like a superstar or anything, but, I, I, you know, South Africans, other than the 1996 Olympics, not exactly known for their marathoning, but I have heard of Makoka. Maybe it's just because he used to run on the – he used to be a track runner. Um, I guess yeah. I thought maybe he had done something more significant. I um but I guess his, not. Pulling up his pro, I'm putting up his profile right now. He's so got a Daniel Doe. Best, but I thought I would. Yeah, go ahead. Well, I, was, I also was was looking in on Daniel Doe Nascimento, and he's run 209. Yeah, but they've point. actually updated they've updated his profile already, and his best achievement, it says, is once fist-bumped Iliad Kipchoge <laughs> in a race, which those people, they, they update true. pretty quickly. That's good. Uh, good thinking Steven, on their part. Steven Makoka, his PB is 207.40. He yes. was fifth at the 2019 World Championships. That's where okay. you remember him so from. That's, in that's what it was, because I was literally there. He was seventh to... at World Half in 2020, eighth at World Half in okay. 2012, eighth at World Half in 2009. So he's a veteran, 36 years old, and is good in championship races. So keep an eye. Like 210 is his wheelhouse here. Halfway, baby. See there. I I bet they end up running, uh, you know, two hundred eight, two hundred nine. But still, yet it's uh, you know, nothing he shouldn't be able to to handle. Okay, now there's a break, and looks like Levens has been has been dropped here. And it looks I like really that's see yeah, Seguro Hasako. I don't know if it's oh no, that's not Hasako. I'm sorry. Um. A Japanese athlete has been also dropped off the the back. So there's some there's some action going on now. Yeah, I mean they're at two ten pace, and there's a lot of people who yeah, it's not a walk. Are, it's not a walk. Yeah, are in this race that given the the heat, just can't handle two ten pace, just straight up, right? And then there's also another mm-hmm. group of people who are having a tough time or a couple of miles out there, and then they're getting dropped. But there's still enough people in this front pack to let you know that. 
the serious running is still to come. Left to come. Someone asked yep. in the chat, what place is Rupp? Rupp is in the lead pack, and there's about 30 people there. So they'll be all yeah, I mean, he he looked like to. I mean, I don't think it's him falling back, but he is back a little bit from. You know, he was like top five at certain points, and now he is. He was in twelfth at halfway, but that's it's kind of insignificant at this juncture, um, just simply because there's so many bodies. Can we pull up the twenty k split again? How far back was Riley? Is he closing on that group? Because sure. I am intrigued by how he's gonna if he does if he is able to. Well, so he's uh, forty at halfway. At halfway, back, he so. was. I believe he was 43 seconds back at halfway. So um, okay. um, I'm unable to, or at least at this moment, unless I can't figure it, unless I'm just being dumb. I, I don't know how to go back on the results. Maybe if I, okay, I do Look now, at what sorry. Travis is putting um, Travis has got it. Travis yeah, has got it. Just look at that know, screen that he's uh, He was, he was 40 seconds back at, at 20K, and now he's 43. He was 43 yeah. seconds back at halfway. So he's hanging pretty much steady. I think what's going to happen is there's going to be people that completely fall off this group, and he's going to catch a bunch of them. But the yeah. top half of this group's actually – the top half of this group or so is going to accelerate off of this pace or at the very least stay steady, and it's going to be tough catching them. I think that's what's going to happen. Back in a the, diamond the thing is, though, formation I mean, here again. Yeah, I think Kipchoge probably requested it, right? Uh, Jake <laughs> Riley, I mean, he's like a 210 marathoner, right? So, I mean, they're running 210 pace. This is his – Yeah. I mean, not to say he could have he gotten better in the last 18 months since, you know, we saw him uh, in Atlanta. But, you know, this is – being up front would be, you know, theoretically as good as he could run. And it's, you know, tough conditions. So – you know, he's probably just running within himself. Well, 210 in Atlanta, that was a tough course. Now, the conditions weren't like this, but that was not a great day for, for fast That's running. true. That's so, true. Fair enough. I, Fair enough. I think his, his strategy is very clear. And credit him, he, he picked a strategy and he's sticking with it. It wasn't as if he's going to go out slow and then completely fall apart. He's he's making moves, and I think this group is going to break up and he'll have a chance to pass, pass people on the back end. But they're still – so many people in that group as they run past the Eiffel Tower here, which is this an homage to Paris 2024? I, did they build that just because the next Olympics are in Paris? Has it always been there? I just, I'm very Olympic centric right now. And I think everything revolves around the Olympics when it's probably not the case. Um, Could be something else. You know, they always do the, like the, the closing ceremony, like the passing of the, the torch to yeah. the next city. I'm sure Tokyo is, <laughs> laughing as Just they like, do that get out. today and saying go um it. best of luck with the olympics because oh boy it's been yeah. a, it's been I a feel tough bad. one for us i don't know that I i'm, I'm that watching commercials so i'm just to... making up jokes okay i'm not watching commercials. i'll keep talking but we're going back to the backpack because they just want to show the people who have dropped off at this point which is frustrating they just passed 23 kilometers uh, Rupp is there. Looks like, yeah, we have another Ethiopian dropout there, and that's Lemma, I believe. So now we're down Ooh. to one from Ethiopia. Yes, yeah, say Lemma's done at 23K. So we saw Shurikatata exit before. Now Lemma, who's stretching his right leg, not sure if he's going to try to get back in or not, but he appears to be done for the day. So you have Rupp at the front right now. Deceased is still in there. The three Kenyans are there. 
And now I'm looking at an aerial shot over some farmland. Can we just stick with the front of the race for just, can we just stay there for five minutes? Maybe just like five minutes. That be, now we're seeing more Lemma. He's walking around. He's, I don't know, like, well, come on. All right, he dropped out. Let's move on. This is an important part of the race. We got rub to the front here. Yeah, rub to the front. We got rub a, to the front, uh, oh, front here we go. New hat, probably. Mike Smith. Oh, it was uh, Mike Smith. Sighting uh, here. We got the post from Rachel Snyder's Instagram. With the beauty, so he was handing off there. So there was another person though who was handing off somewhere else. I don't think Mike Smith's doing all the handoffs because that's a uh, it's a lot of work. What do you think Coach Smith uh, said to him in your best Mike Smith voice? <laughs> I'm being put on the spot. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, hey, Galen. Hey, see, I, I I've been away from the I've been away from Mike Smith. I don't have it down. It's not imprinted in my mind. Hey, uh, Galen. Yeah. Uh, it, as Yoda says. Uh, You've uh, you've got to uh, channel the force. Well, I'm just butchering this. I don't I don't know. Hey, uh, he hey, Galen, something about you've, ice. Uh, you've been here, you've been here before. Hey, hey, Galen, but I, I gotta leave. They're having a they're having a black hat sale uh, over at the the <laughs> shop, and you know how I like black hats. So I'll I'll be back. Good luck. He is a big hat. He is he's a big hat guy. So it, it would make oh, sense. He's a, he's a big huge hat black guy. hat guy. He's I, I've never not seen him with a black hat on. Yeah. So he's at the last, yeah, he's at the last water station. Um, but I'm, we got multiple ones. Oh, there he is. There he is. We're putting it up now. Yeah. Now, is that, is that just a follow through on handing off the water or is he pointing the direction to go? I'm guessing that's the follow through, right? Yeah. Every good coach has pointed down the road or down the, down the, <laughs> down the track, say, keep going that way. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, exactly. Yeah. I, I didn't know if well, Mike Smith would be here. I mean, it makes sense that he's in Tokyo, right? His fiance, I believe, competed and you know, he's coaching some athletes, probably coaching uh Luis G and and coaching Galen. Yeah. So it makes sense for him to be here, but I just didn't know I don't you know, if with, with him also having to coach NAU, if maybe they're back in practice. But there he is doing uh doing mm -hmm. some coaching duty. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh be cooler than the ice that you put on your head. Maybe that. Maybe <laughs> See, that's, that's pretty good. good. Okay, there's, there's, there's Coach Mike Smith. Yeah, be there cooler than the ice. <laughs> Do you know what stress stressed backwards? Is? backwards. Desserts. Desserts. Ice. Do you know what you ice know, backwards ice is? Oh. It's icky. <laughs> All right. All right. Enough. All right. Serious time. Yeah. We got 24K. They're showing the back of the pack here, but with, with Rupp at the front, no one's going to let him go at this point. Kipchoge is going to cover every move that Rupp makes because he knows how good Rupp is. So this race is about to get serious. Um, it's about to get going. Well, Rupp's now, now see. This is what happens. You cut away for a long time. Now Rupp is no longer leading. So it's Nascimento, it's Kipchoge, Suarez, who's been leading a lot. And then it's it's Rupp and the two other uh, Kenyans, Chirono and Kiprochu. Chirono, as you mentioned before, really good in championship style marathons. Right. You know, he's been he's been good in yeah, Boston. We, so we, keep an eye on him. We we haven't 
Yeah, we haven't spoken a lot about him, right? Because of Kipchoge and Rupp being there and all the shenanigans that are going on, but just been quietly hanging out. You want a guy who's just not being seen or uh, just hanging out. He is he is just right on the periphery there of shadowing Kipchoge just as well. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to tell. We've only seen Kipchoge run poorly once in his entire marathon career. And in that race, yeah. it was slower. It was slower because the weather was bad. Remember, it was a loop course. And then he was doing great right. until about the last section. And then he went from mm-hmm. first and he got dropped to about eighth. And that was it. So it's hard to figure out markers with Kipchoge of, oh, if he gets to this point, he's fine. Or if he, oh, he looks like this, he's fine. Because he never really shows stress. And you look at his face there, he just looks as cool as can be, as relaxed as yeah, possible. pretty locked in. Yeah. But 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 then if you want to say, well, he looked that good in London in that 2020 race. Okay, I could see that. But the other 13 times he's run well. Yeah. Yeah. The other 13 yeah. times he ran well uh, since he began in the marathon, you could pretty much count on him to be a safe bet. And you've seen him in a marathon this year. We haven't seen all these guys in marathons this year just because the limited racing schedule. Kipchoge said, you know what? I'm going to do a marathon. They're like, how about at this airport? He's like, all right, I'll do it. 25K. 25K. All right. So we're going to get some, yeah, some splits. We got some people in the chat tuning in. Let us know where you're watching from. I think we have some folks watching from Kenya, which would be great. Incredible. Let us know where you're watching from. Yeah. Specific cities too. Don't just say Kenya or don't just say Ethiopia. Don't just say United States. Specific cities. Where are you watching from in the chat? 117.24 at 25K. Still a decent sized group. I think 28th place is four seconds back. But four seconds at this stage is noticeable with how things are framed. Right. Now, yeah, I think we'll you need to be. I, and I don't, I don't want to judge it yet until we're past this water station and to see who comes back and who's actually in that group. I think it's going to get under, you know, to about 15 here pretty soon because we're at the later stages of this race. Riley into the top 35 now, 33rd. Wait, let's see where Abdi is. All right. Let me, let me read out some places. 52nd. Uh, Abdi's in 52nd. I mean, Abdi, the guy's what, 45 now? I mean, he's doing pretty good. Uh, You know, I don't think anyone was going to mistake him for a medal contender, but, you know, the Americans, you got all three still in there. That's probably about as good as you could have hoped for. Mm -hmm. So we got some uh, Astoria, Oregon, Seattle, Kenya, Villanova. Just went with the the college there. Just the college. Kenya, Cork, Ireland. Boom. Nairobi, Singapore, Saratoga Springs, another one from Kenya, Meru, Kenya, M-E-R-U. Shout out to Meru. Uh, Tokyo, Fort Wayne, Indiana, Long Beach. Great city. Uh, LBC. Another one from Astoria. Two from Astoria. Uh, Marrakesh, Morocco. Is that New Mount York Perry. or Oregon? Astoria, Oregon. Anyway. Come on. Come on, Lincoln. Okay. Come There's on. an Astoria uh, in New Perry. York. There's an Astoria in New York. Yeah. Anyways. Come on. You know about the story. New- I don't know anything about the story of New York. I know about the story of Oregon. Okay, Cork, Nairobi, Hotlanta. That's the word that James used to describe the city, not me. Hotlanta, Portland, Spain, 
Kingston. Oh, man, this is a lot. Dixon, California. Pakistan. New Zealand. Manchester, New Hampshire. Damn. Cupertino. Pittsburgh. Kenya. Another Kenya. Las Vegas. Shout out to 89134. Dublin. Villanova is a town and a college I'm learning. My apologies. All right. Oh, it's amazing. also a town. Right, everybody. Uh, hey, yeah. Kevin, I interrupt you reading off of some of the great uh, global cities. Uh, <laughs> Do Nascimento has fallen back. He, They cut back to him. I don't know if he had a cramp. He's running again, but Do Nascimento, the athlete from Brazil, uh, fell to the pavement like he had picked up an injury, um, mm. maybe a cramp, but now he's back running again, although he's lost contact with uh, – the top group. There we go. There was Do Nascimento. Uh, if we can pull that up. So one contender has mm. fallen back. Kipchoge at the front. I'm right at 26.0K. Okay. Zero K. Okay. Uh, there. Okay. Aerial shot. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. And then a little bit of a break there. Yeah. I see. Nascimento is walking now. Looks like his days are done at the front of this pack. Yeah, he's laying down now on the sidewalk. But this yeah, that's, that's with Kipchoge good. there and Rupp shadowing looks to be looks to be the move. I'm looking at who else. So Makoka, as you mentioned before, Bashir Abdi, who spent some time training with Mo Farah and was with Mo Farah on that yeah. one hour record attempt on the road. Who Last could year. You mean on the track? On the track. On the track, excuse me. Yes, yes. Broke the world record, as did Safan Hassan. Medical Best attention. World record of the, of the last year. Oh, just some say. Some say yeah, it some, was the best world record. Calling it. Uh, what do you What are you thinking here with this? Uh, how this is shaping up? You know, other than the Ethiopians falling back, there's no surprises at at this juncture. I would say somebody makes a move at 30K. I don't think I've ever watched a marathon unless it's a, you know, a, a world record attempt where somebody doesn't make a move at, at 30K. I think you hit that number and somebody, you get excited. Um, whether that's Kipchoge uh, or not, um, we'll, we will see. I, I tend to think even he will start to get anxious and then the race becomes real. Yeah. Um, but we're still in the, you know, we're, we're, we're still, we haven't hit the, the climax of our, of our, uh, matinee here just yet. This is still the warm up essentially before we, we, we get this rolling. You know, I, this is what happens though in these, these championship marathons. You see these guys that were up there, kind of good stories like Don Nascimento, and then, you know, they start to peel off at this point. And then it feels like the contenders really start to make a move uh after 30k so i'm excited we're, we're getting into it uh it's you know i think everybody other than the two ethiopians that i mentioned everyone that you thought would be in it is is still in it and uh you've got the three kenyans now running one two three so ooh, this is gonna be you know if you're if you're rooting for galen rupp here you know you were you were hoping you know it'd be real nice if, if kenya lost one of these guys uh, as far as you know, dropping out that just helps his chances. But those three being running strong is is a good sign for Kenya with their chances to maybe go one, two, three. And Kenya's being led up there by Kipchoge. He's the one up front. He's doing the work. Uh huh. If you if you if you didn't know anything about the pecking order of those three, you'd think that they would have sent somebody who's not the greatest marathoner of all time out there to do the work. 
Ooh, and DeCisa's fallen back, Kevin. Yep. Yep. He's DeCisa's he's out of gone it. pretty much. I I would assume he'll That's... drop out at that. I mean, I that's so we an assumption, have, right? But yeah, no sense for him finishing if he's going to try to run a marathon again soon. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. So there's nine now, and then a little bit of a gap, and then four more that gets you to thirteen, and then two stragglers. So we have fifteen there, if I'm counting that correctly, at twenty-seven k that are at least within that same shot. I don't think yeah. Ethiopia is going to get. A medal unless something changes very drastically. I don't know if shut I out mean, of Katata, the, I, the men's and women's. Well, we might be looking at two DNFs here on the men's side or three DNFs actually as well. Yeah. If they a twenty twelve. If, if he stops. Yep. Twenty twelve all over again. But yeah, Kipchoge continues to to drive this train there. Um we get a better look at some of the other people in there, but the desire to show people who have fallen off the back of the pack. <laughs> It's just really the main concern of the the world feed here. We got 15K left, and the greatest marathoner of all time is trying to repeat as marathon champion, and we're looking at people who are 212 marathoners who can't keep up. It's just inspiring here, what we're seeing. I mean, Kipchoge, yeah, he's, and I don't... He's, he's escalating this thing down. He's ratcheting it down. I mean, this, is, this next 5K is going to be tremendous, and it's going to be very, it's... very key in determining the, the outcome of this race. I'm uh, I'm just hoping to see uh, more Elliot Kipchoge in in these last uh, nine miles than I see of the Geico Gecko because so far it's pretty equal. I've seen just about the same of the Geico Gecko as I've seen of Elliot Kipchoge. So uh, I'm sure we'll miss some fun moments going to commercial over here on the USA Network. But right now I'm seeing the front. You know, Kevin, with all those camera shots, it's almost like they have to validate the expense of you know how many cameras they got ready for this marathon it's like well we bought them we got to use them so cut back to johnny nobody back in 68th place uh it's just a little you're right it's frustrating yeah just you don't really even see their faces so just see this belgian athlete whose no. hat fell off of his head and he gave a an attempt to to grab it and it's it's gone now it's off it's away makoko's at the back end of there of that group oh the slow-mo yep. of him losing his hat just in oh. case you didn't see it the first time there's oh, his hat what a bummer he tried to catch it too like wilson in the and this volley or like tom hanks in the volleyball there just can't can't get it <laughs> what was tom hanks's name in that movie i don't remember uh, uh oh yeah i actually i don't think that's really important not but, uh yeah i forgot not captain phelps all right here's kipchoge moving to the side here I don't Ooh, know because Rupp's if he's just he trying to back at Rupp. Oh no, he wants his he wants his teammates up there. He wants his Kenyans up there, or is he motioning to Rupp? I can't tell. This is interesting. He's just like beckoning them, and because he's Kipchoge, the power of the hand signal is enough to draw them forward. I see Abdi, Bashir Abdi, still in that group. Uh, I, is that Osako's twenty seven oh seven? I'm assuming. Yeah, that's him. He he was in yeah, he's on the back end of that pack, you know, near Makoko. Yeah, we haven't really spoken about him too much, but yeah, he he's, you know, right in the mix, although this does appear to be, you know, a significant moment here as as Kipchoge seems to be increasing the tempo. Yeah, and this is obviously a good sign if you're pulling for Kipchoge because he's still staying aggressive um even though there's 13k left. He's tightening the screws here. 
a bit. Although I think you'd want you'd want teammates with him. You don't want him just to go on this this solo mission out here by himself, especially given the the conditions. But when Kipchoge moves, he moves with intent. He doesn't just do things just to do things in a marathon or because he's bored. He's doing it because there's uh there's some real reason. Yeah, you look at the let's did you put that picture up? Can we put that picture up again? I'm just seeing it now. I was clicking over from the live stream. Based on Based on how Rupp reacted, I think Kipchoge was talking to Rupp, and Rupp kind of like brushed him off with his mouth. He kind of did the like a dismissive type thing, like whatever, man, uh, which is a bold way to talk to Elliot Kipchoge. <laughs> I will say that's that's tough. Do that at your peril. Hey, I'll take us back to yeah. remember twenty twelve, um, try yeah. try twenty sixteen trials in LA, right? And Meb was getting yeah, upset Meb was with, doing that, yeah, right, and and he was basically saying, hey. This is this great big road this here. Track. This isn't the track. Yeah, yeah the track. get off my heels. And, yeah, yeah. and when people asked him about it in the press conference, he basically recited the entire interaction and said, hey, he was just, he was too close to me. He was brushing up on me. So that's a, that's a thing that can, can happen in, in races like this. People want to be too far up on your shoulder. So yeah, I don't you know just if would that think, spurred that on. I think Galen's run like what? seven marathons since then. He should have, he should have learned, right? Yeah, or maybe maybe Kipchoge just was uh, telling him, "Hey, you're either going to lead or you need to back up." And yeah, yeah, yeah. Those were the two cho- the, the yeah. two choices that that were given. But an interesting escalation of pain. Yeah, that was that was the race. Meb went with the with the yellow and blue for UCLA colors, and Rupp got a pair of scissors and cut up his jersey. It was hot that day. I was out there. <laughs> it was horrible, horrible conditions. Really still air, no wind at all. Um, so Rupp now is back. This is we're in a single file again. Rupp's not out of this. None of the, none of no one in this group of eight. Is that eight? I, so we're, I'm seeing this shot from the back here. So either, yeah, either, it's either tough you to go tell. up high it or looks go like from maybe the front. A few, it looks like it's closer to ten, probably. But yeah, not okay. eight to ten. Okay, someone in the chat saying eleven. So I'll t- I'll take their uh, word for it. Okay. Uh, Eight to eleven. Sorry, Lincoln. <laughs> well, I just want to get a sense it's 11. of <laughs> Okay, so Kipchoge at the front, right? Then we got uh, Chirono and Kiprutu. Then we got Abdi in there as well. We we need to see a bit wider shot to to pull everybody. We're gonna get to thirty k, and we'll be we'll be able to see who these other. Um, like what? What position everybody else in? That's that's Abdi Nagy from the Netherlands in there, with the blue shorts and a little bit of an orange stripe across his jersey. So it looks like there's. I mean, <laughs> Rupp's at the back of that group now. Rupp is under serious pressure, and yeah, I think Kipchoge knows that this is his his moment here, and he's going for it. And he's trying to make this one instead of one one big group of eleven. It seems like it's almost fracturing into, you know, a seven and a four or five and a six here. Yeah, I'm curious with Rupp if this is a, it's just a you know like almost like a rest or if this is this is I'm feeling this pace because it is a quick escalation of it uh, from Kipchoge and uh, we'll we'll see. I, I don't imagine this is intentional by Galen, but you know, it does maybe it preparing himself for, you know, when the big move happens, but 
that, that said, these guys, there's a lot of guys in here who have run faster than him, who are more accomplished than him. Um, sorry, I'm moving around to get some blood flow going going in my legs. It's no uh, too straight. This is exciting. This is exciting. This is a great race. So uh, from France up there, uh, Morhad Amadoui, but he's fallen off. Then you have 2886 from Morocco, I believe. Uh, so 30K split should be coming up here. So here is the roll call. We have Kipchoge, Chirono, Kiprutu, Nagi'i, Ayad, Lamdasim of Spain, Bashir Abdi, and then Alphonse Felix Simbu. Rup, Osaka, El Gomri of Morocco, and then Amadouni of France. And then, so there's 11 yeah, in there. So it is 11 strong. Yep. 15 second gap back to the chasers. And most of those chasers, obviously, are people who have fallen off the, the yeah. pack earlier. So, and we just see what, so 2884 and 2893. 2084 and 2893 were those guys initially in that pack of 11 no those are farther okay so we're seeing guys were 30 seconds back on my stream <laughs> important you think yeah. at 30k we need to see the, the lead pack it's enough messing around here we need to see this you would hope but lead. i don't know kevin well i just want to see what it i, don't, I complained about this yesterday or not complain about it but it's just a, a reality of broadcasting road racing it's tough to see the gap sometimes so you want to get as yep. many angles as you can. Um, so Kipchoge grabs that bottle and moves to the other complete other side of the road to get out of the way. It looks like that's is that Makoka that's dropped out now. Yikes. And is struggling there on the side. I believe that's him. 34, 23. Yeah, um, but Rupp, I mean, Rupp hasn't a, completely. That's a tough one. Rupp hasn't completely cratered. Oh, no. Other American athletes, Jake no, Jake no, Riley no. up to 24th. He yeah. is running a very good race, which is, you know, running in his style. Up to 24th is so impressive. And he's, you know, he's down, he's down 90 seconds. So let's, you know, he's got, you know, a ceiling for how close he can get. But, I, mm -hmm. you know, top 15, not out of the question. He's got to make up a minute, but the other guys can go backwards mm -hmm. for sure. It does look like uh, Kevin, I, you know, Rupp may be falling back. Mm -hmm. Well, Kipchoge has escalated the pace. Kipchoge has left yeah. everybody. He's making his bid for the win now. And when he was up front earlier, you could mistake that wow. for him going for it and, and narrowing things down. But no, this is Kipchoge yeah. going for it. Yes. This is Kipchoge yeah. showing his goatness in front of the world here and trying to repeat as Olympic marathon champion. And he's doing the, that thing mm -hmm. that Kipchoge always does in the marathon where it looks like he's constantly, his legs look like he's in the last 400 of a race and his face looks like he's in the first 400. Like he's turning yeah, it over yeah, so yeah, quick yeah. just and running with such aggression, but his face and the rest of his body is so poised, but the speed at which he's going it looks like the end is imminent, but it's not. I mean, he's still got seven eleven k to go, ten k to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's Rupp, wild. Rupp has been Rupp has been dropped off of that second group, which is fraying a bit, and then you have like stragglers like Osako behind there. So Rupp is sitting in about tenth, I would assume. But this is. <laughs> 
this is this is Kipchoge in full flight, right? This is why people have been so drawn to watching this guy in his marathon career. Is is this right here? What he did what he did to lead up to this and what we're about to see this final 10K. The race is by no means over, but wow. their aggression might with be, which though. he's running. You think so? Very much. Is this might it? Be. Was this the move? Uh, yeah, I I think so. I mean, I could I could be wrong here, but you I, you're not as good at the marathon as obviously he could fall apart still, right? I mean, he he yeah. is theoretically human, but you don't make this move when you're as experienced of Elliot as Elliot Kipchoge unless you're intent to keep it all the way to the finish line. I don't think so, uh, and I don't think these guys, the guys behind him, Chirono, uh, Kipruto, the guys like that, you know, don't cover this by a guy who's run 159 unless they can't cover it. So uh, mm. that, that's that's my estimation. It's early. I, I know I said at 30K, but I, I didn't think it would be Kipchoge. I also didn't expect Rupp to be falling off. But, you know, Rupp's been a good heat runner, but this may be a, a step too far for him. Um, and, you know, it's not over for the medals. Certainly I, some of these guys in this, yeah. this second, you know, behind Chip, Kipchoge, this six or seven, you know, they're going to fall off, but uh, I think Rupp's seeing his his metal chances slip uh, out of his hands yeah, right now. He's, he's going to need a bunch of people to to fall apart or have a big rally. You know, the Kenyans are going to be buoyed by the potential of a sweep here, which I'm looking yeah. in men's, men's Olympic marathon history, excuse me, um, and to check to see, you'd have to go back to 1904 on the men's side, 1904 Olympics in St. Louis, Missouri, the, the U.S. <laughs> swept the podium um, for the women. Johnny Boy, good sense. No, actually, it was Thomas Hicks, Albert Corey, and Arthur Newton. And mm. on the women's side, they've obviously they've only had the event since 1984, never been a a sweep. But sweep. Wow, this is just. It's just fun to 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 watch Kipchoge in his element, and we may not get to see it that many more times. So this is. Did you? I have to ask as to as as a fan yourself, of course, of Kipchoge, as most everyone is. I mean, did you? Was there any doubt that this would be kind of what happened in this race? Are Are you surprised at all that? I mean, I'm probably not surprised, but did you? I guess my question is based back to London when he did finally lose. Did Did you have any doubt about this race for Kipchoge winning it? London maybe, but then once the airport race happened and he basically jogged a 204, you were thinking that the other race was an aberration. But yeah, when someone loses, when you've never seen them lose before, you're going to pick them every single time. And then when they lose, then you start to think, hey, should I pick this person again? So I, I picked him. I said he was the favorite. When If you're looking at odds, I think he was minus 300 or minus 250 or something, which I told Gordon. I yeah. said, hey, pick that. Pick, he's the greatest marathoner yeah. of all time. You should probably pick him, just like you should pick Ryan Krauser based on what he's doing. So, But listen, you're, you're obviously going to have doubts when you don't just get beat in London like he did get beat, but he got beat by several people. It's natural. But I, I think the, yeah. the Enchida marathon that he ran, I know it was just a time trial, but if you can just go out there on your own and cruise a 204, then... <laughs> To me, it shows, all right, you're in shape. You combine that with the experience, and this is the result. I mean, this is a this is a master class right now, Lincoln. This is spectacular. Oh, yeah, and he was just smiling at, right right about to hit 20 miles, and he was, you know, had a you know a patented smile on his face. 
uh, which I think we're trying to capture here. I mean, it's just a, a he's pulling out all the stops. It's a greatest hit album from Elliot Kipchoge's. <laughs> I, think I get a view of Rupp now. Rupp appears to be struggling. Yeah, I think top five is slipping away too because that that chase group you yeah. got Chirono and Kiprutu with uh, Bashir Abdi, Nagi, and then seventeen ninety nine there from Morocco is someone will. Let me know on the. That's not who is seventeen ninety nine. We have those results up. Sorry, seventeen ninety nine. Uh, there it is. Oh, from sorry, not Morocco. That's My apologies. Spain. I had yeah, Lambison. Yeah, the Moroccan athlete dropped back a bit. So did he? Um, yeah, El Gormi is who I was thinking of. Who's three? Who's so? Yeah, these are out, these are outdated splits, but El Gormi is back but uh 1799 was in that group with with abdi now those other two kenyans look to be in trouble here so we could go from a potential sweep to only kipchoge here just pretty quickly yeah because abdi's yeah, running really on, well uh, yeah i'm on commercial right now i'm watching a chipotle ad but um <laughs> yeah i've this always happens though, where there's medalists that you've never heard of. I mean, who had heard of Ayed Lamdasim of Spain, formerly of Morocco? I had never heard of him um, before this race, but you just get these kind of kind of random random dudes up there. But we'll we'll see. Yeah, what, what are you seeing specifically that makes you think the other two Kenyans are struggling? Are they just not looking good? Are they falling back? Or what's the situation? Well, Bashir Abdi's made a he's broken away from that other group, and then Nigi and Lambdesen are are right there. Lambdesen has a yeah. he's 39 years old. He's run 206 and he did the 20635 in that fast Valencia marathon in 2020. No results from 2021 at the marathon distance, ran a road race, ran a cross country race. Um he has some European uh silver medals in cross country, but this would be the biggest result of of his career if he's able to oh he hasn't even finished yet it's already been the biggest result of his of his career i mean it's being yeah. up there at this just, you know at this juncture of the race so um good on him so, and you know he could be in position to get a medal kiprutu looks like he's fading so it's just it's chirono is the that well I say that, but he's still in the mix, and we don't know what's going to happen. But right now, there's that four, right? So there's Kipchoge, who's running off into the distance. Then there's the four that I mentioned before, and there's one Kenyan in that group. Um, and then there's a gap, and then you get to Kipruchu. So, yeah, it's going to be tough for, yeah. for the sweep to happen. Long odds on that, but I think they'd be happy with, with the gold, I think, at this point from from their hero. Right. I just want I, – I, I'd like to see – okay, so Abdi's been caught now on the chase pack i'd like to see the gap from kipchoge back to that chase group and then that chase group back to the next group of stragglers so hopefully we'll get that at 35k which is coming up here yeah i'm going to be very curious about 35k right because uh i just to see how far i i know we've kind of probably lost the chances of rup getting a medal but just to see how far back he is of, of everybody else because he's not with how harshly he was falling back, I thought, oh, I mean, he might drop out. But, you know, you could still see him on the screen with where with where Kipchoge is. It's a ways back, but you could still see him. Uh, it, it is really tough. To, you re, you re, 
uh, forget in a marathon. It's just really tough for whatever reason for the TV coverage to convey, you know, where everyone is in relation to each other. Um, just cause you're doing that long view and it's deceiving, but hopefully in these splits, we get a better chance. I can report that Elliot Kipchoge is, uh, throwing down the hammer. So I, I, I that, that has, so changed. it might be, it might be time for funny hats. Are we going to have funny hat the last 5k? <laughs> Potentially funny hats, 5k. Is yeah. that, is that what you're thinking? Yeah. Kipchoge could probably put on two or three hats and be just fine. Uh, as he's got, <laughs> so got we, Ellie uh, Kipchoge honorary yes. doctorate up on our screen. He could wear that hat, <laughs> University of Exeter graduate hat. That's a good one. He did that GQ shoot. There's a lot of funny hats, not funny hats, but a lot of hats that would be cool to see in that one. He could wear 22 second gap. Yeah, they... Okay. That's the gap now. People, someone's speculating on the chat if Riley will catch Rupp. We'll have to see at 35K Ooh. what the. I mean, it's. What it, that, it depends how, how much Rupp. It, he'd have to crater, um, which, you know, not impossible in these conditions. But um, you, mm. did you get a 35K split? Because I, I haven't seen that yet. He's not there yet. He's at 34.3. They're not there right yet. Now. Right, right. Well, I was just wondering where, yeah. how you got the 22 second. Uh, it randomly shows different splits on the bottom but it's inconsistent so i never okay. know when to look for it yeah. so that that chase group nagi dropped off so it's chirono in there with lambison and um bashir abdi and then you have then you have nagi then you have 35 84 and then you have kiprutu so kiprutu i th think is going to be out of the medals and kiprutu looks like he's going to be the you know two three four five range unless something dramatic happens which it could because remember yesterday when sal peter was just like i'm out <laughs> and she went from potential silver medal to to dnf real quick so there's still a lot a lot of time left kipchoge is making this look real easy but there's there's just a lot of a lot of time left for things to go wrong this is I, I could absolutely look this up, but I'm assuming you maybe know this on the top of your head. Has anyone ever repeated as the Olympic marathon champion? The men's side? Yeah, so a baby Bakila, sixty and sixty-four, and then Serpinski. Oh, that's right. In seventy-six and eighty. Eighty was obviously the boycotted um Olympics. Right. So and so yes, he would be the third person. But listen, he doesn't need to worry about streaks like that. He's the greatest of all time. It's been settled for so long. No, I know, but you just you add. Can, you can, yeah, yeah, yeah. You just add more to yeah. it. Just add to you it. You got and Kevin. Yeah, it's only it's yes. only three years till Paris. I mean, I think this is confirmation <laughs> that London was a was a fluke, and not a you know the first sign of cracking of his career. This is I, I so with Paris only being three years away and Kipchoge not actually aging. Three Pete. Well, let's not let, off the table. Let, let's let him finish first here. Let's actually let him finish the race. I think we're gonna get another split. I check guess. Here. Do we have to? You don't think they're gonna I'll mercy rule have... it? Is there a mercy rule Just... in the marathon? Just call it. Stop the fight. Okay, twenty-seven seconds yeah. back. So Kipchoge one forty-six fifty-nine at thirty-five k. Then twenty-seven seconds back. So just in that little time frame, he gained another five seconds. 
Sharono, Landesum, and Abdi. Then 30 seconds back, Nagi, and then Simbu of Tanzania, and then Kipruchu is 44 seconds back of Kipchoge. So they're about then, a little less than 20 seconds. Then Osako is 51 seconds back of Kipchoge. And then we Kevin, go. Riley might catch Rupp. Do you have all the? Do you have? He's only talk me through it. Yeah, he's only uh, Riley is only 22 seconds. Riley is having a great race. He's currently in 23rd, and he is only um, 22 seconds behind Galen Rupp right now. So, to the viewer who asked that, yeah, I think it's certainly a a possibility. And then, uh, yeah, I don't know, Kevin. I think they should probably mercy rule this. This is getting this is getting ugly. And 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 let's be honest, hey. give Kipchoge all three three medals. He can just take them all. When you get this type of a beating in in a marathon, I think it's just. Uh, you got, oh, he gets gold, silver, see, and bronze. I want to see how much this thing grows. Can someone do some math? I want to figure out that 30 <laughs> to 35K split. Can someone do that? I'm not able to do that while talking and trying to oh, watch. Oh, yeah. Can we, is, there, is yeah, it possible I, I to should, do that? I should, be able to do, I should be able to do that. Hold on, hold on. Uh, so okay. 132, 31 to, so 14. <laughs> Kevin, that was a... 14-28 split from Elliot Kipchoge. That's pretty... As... Uh, when you consider what? that... Let's... Yeah, that's pretty dirty. Wow. Okay. I want to, now I want to see 35 to 40. Yeah. So, let's see. I want to see what, like, to compare, like, what Chirono's... Well, I guess Chirono's, you would just say, was 27 seconds slower. So, yeah, that's an easy... Because he's 27 seconds down. So, that's a pretty yeah. easy one to do. But, yeah, the old 14-28 from 30 to 35K really uh, did a, did everybody else in, I think. <laughs> when it's a million degrees out there and there's... Yeah, it's... The humidity. I, they had a shot just a second ago. It was Kipchoge in the front, and then you could just see way in the distance the chase back. That's the shot of Kipchoge's career right there. I know there's a lot it's of iconic over. shots throughout his career, but yeah. just him by himself and then a whole group of people desperately trying to hang on. That's the story of Kipchoge's career. That's his uh, Facebook banner photo these days. He's got to update his banner photo. <laughs> I mean, it might be. So they're saying Riley is still two minutes down on Rupp. Okay, well, then what – I. Why are we sure? Why, why did I? Okay, they upped. Oh, see, they updated it. Here, people are they're counting on me, Kevin, to give them good information. They they upped, so the times were still updated. He has moved up three places, though. He's in, he's uh, mm -hmm. now in the top twenty. I mean, this is a, a, a spectacular race for Jake Riley. Uh, my mistake for any of you watching this and watching the race who are getting excited about Jake Riley maybe getting, maybe getting top top American honors. Uh, that may that may not happen. I apologize. Uh, I know people are keeping track of my apologies. This one, I feel I definitely need to say sorry for. Uh, I was confused. I'm just a guy who lives in Taylor, Texas, not unlike well, formerly Fred Curley. So, uh, yeah, sorry about that. No, it's okay. I listen, and we're not watching the live feed, so people get the stats and everything a lot quicker than than we do. So we're doing it as best we can. Yeah. But so, yeah, I'm. This this silver and bronze battle is is where the focus is going to be. But then at, at the front, you have yeah. Kipchoge putting together another brilliant race. So they're going to try to thread the needle here between those two. So in that 
in that group of four, it's hard to tell who looks the best. You know, Abby's been at the front and then back with everybody else. Nagi was back and then has joined them. So it's tough to tell. It's very hard to sort out, um, just especially because we're bouncing around so much. Um, who's going to win this thing? Oh, it says Kiprutu is out yeah, for, according to the for chat, silver medal. So. Yeah, for the silver medal, not not who's going to win the the race. That that's pretty settled. Um, oh no, yeah, I'm but, I'm all yeah. I needed to hear was that that split. That's that's what told me. But yeah, Kiprutu yeah, is a DNA here. Yeah. Oh man, that's, that's so, tough. Rup still hanging in there. Rup, yeah, there's Kiprutu. He's oh, that's that's no good. So the sweeps off the table. Um. Yeah, it was not going to happen there because we're, we're he was yeah. he was off of a group of five guys yeah, yeah, yeah. together. But 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 Chirono is is still looking good in that in that group of four, and I think those four are pretty clear of the next runner, especially when people yeah. are dropping out. Although we had Sako from biggest race of his life. Yeah, in on home soil, trying to make an effort, he is probably sweating more than anyone I've seen. Though could just be his hair. Yeah, I think could just be his hair. Kevin, I, I was yeah. I so was going to say if Chirono, if Chirono, sorry. Go ahead. Please proceed. Go ahead. Oh well, it's a joke, so don't get too excited. I was going to say if oh. uh, Chirono gets silver, Kipchoge could sing to him. Da 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 da. My Chirono. All right, that's it. That was my. Yeah. Okay. Can we can we cut Lincoln's that was my joke. at this point? It was it was okay <laughs> with the, it was okay with the funny hats here, but uh So let's look. They're got they have another split update here. Looks like it's fifty seconds the lead now from Kipchoge to the Chase my Pack. God. And then the next, so the next guy after the Chase is Osako, and it looks like. He's so he's a minute nine from Kipchoge, so that means he's about 19 seconds from the chase. Okay. So, unless Osako makes a big move, silver and bronze are going to come from those four. Yeah. Yeah. Um, not much drama at the front, it you know, but it is fun to just watch. This is why we need the Kipchoge, Kipchoge cam. This is why we need. Yeah, you definitely. That's a good point. Cameras. Also, I've been alerted that there's been 25 DNFs so far. We're going to scroll through that list here. So I think that's all about, three did all three did Lemma Katata and yeah, uh, Desisa all end DeCisa. up DNFs. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, all three Ethiopians and then one of the Kenyans DNF'd. You're going to call them the big six. Four of the big six didn't even finish. And there's also a lot of other. Big names and their guys with with really good yeah. PBs, and then you Hawkins. have Elliot Kipchoge, just rising above the rest. Here, I, I mean think. that's just his that's just his ability, right? Is like there's guys who have you know, I you know you you look at the fact that I know he's not here, but Michaela's run two seconds with him in a uh, within two seconds of him in a regulation race, obviously in a different race, but Kipchoge is just different, and and, and obviously this is not news to anyone, but that that he just He's just so consistently rocks. I mean, there, there, there. You could have, I, I would have t told you there's a 99% chance Kipchoge finishes this race, and you almost can't say that for anyone else. Yeah. He, he never, 
bombs. Like if you consider London a bomb, I guess, but he, the guy never just, he just seems impervious to the, all the things that happened to everyone else in the marathon, which is uh, just another token of his greatness. It's incredible. I mean, it's just like, mm-hmm. You always expected this. It, it, it's almost like he's kind of answering some people who maybe doubted him afterwards after the London performance. It's like, no, I'm going to thump everyone because this is a beatdown that even Rio wasn't. Mm-hmm. He's smiling again. The smile's coming out. He's got under 4K to go. Well, for the reasons you mentioned, and I've talked about this before, but then he lost the race in London, so maybe it didn't gain as much traction as it should have. But the conversation about him being the, the most overused word in sports discussion now, which is GOAT, long ended. But I think you could make an argument that yeah. he belongs in the greatest of all time of any athlete discussion with yeah. the run. I mean, I think, yeah, I think you try to put him next to Bolt. Is he better than Bolt? Uh, which is impossible to do. Um, but you're right. No, I think he belongs up there. Certainly with, you know, if you're going to put in, in the, in the Michael Jordan and the, uh, in the Tiger Woods and the Michael Phelps discussion, and you can't really compare them, but, um, I would hear the argument that he's the greatest athlete of all time. Um, just with the event he's, he's elected. Uh, it's, it's, you know, you really can't compare the difficulty, uh, and obviously you're comparing team sport athletes with an individual athlete, but you know, yeah, I, I could, if someone said Elliot Kipchoge is a better athlete than Michael Jordan, you know, I'd be like tough comparison, but I, I can listen to this argument. Yeah. I mean, it's obviously impossible, which is why the argument it's is absurd. So yeah. It's absurd. Even with, I'm just, even within, an, even within a, a sport itself, how do you compare you know, yeah. a quarterback to a defensive end? Or how do you compare a sprinter to a distance runner? But you just look at, yeah, the fact that he's dominated this event, this event that has been puzzling to so many great runners. He, as you mentioned, DNFs just don't really happen with him ever. And we're going on since 2013, where he's only lost one marathon, right? He's rewritten yep. the record books. All the times that have set been set before him, he's smashed. He basically ran out of competition in his era, so he had to set up time trials with bar- barriers <laughs> he smashed through those he can run yep. a tactical race he can run a championship race he can run when it's hot he can run when his insoles are flying out of his shoes True. and if you want to take it back even further this is the same guy who in 2003 2003 <laughs> 18 years ago won a gold medal in the 5000 so longevity yeah dominance degree of difficulty of the event you're right we should have the argument his name should be listed among those even though it is an impossible discussion to have and it's impossible to settle on a right answer look at what he's done and how he's dominated this event and tell me he doesn't at least belong to be in the conversation well i you know i I think as as far as, you know, the difficulty of being a great on the track and being a, a great in the marathon, um, we look at Farah. Now, I know Farah had success in the track later in his career, but, you know, Farah has, compared to yeah. Kipchoge, has not had a successful transition from the track to the marathon. And uh, it, it's just, you don't see a lot of guys 
seemingly go from the, tr- the track to the marathon and then be better than they were on, on the track. I mean, and, and, uh, yeah, it's, he's spectacular. Yeah. Obviously, if you were going to compare him to some other athletes, you'd say, oh, he's taken some losses early in his career, but it's like, he was a kid back in 19 or excuse me, in 2003 and 2004. And, you know, he was mm-hmm. winning those medals. So imagine him now as, you know, he was kind of like a thing Mo back in 2003 when he was 19 and he won gold. <laughs> now let's imagine a thing Mo 18 years from now in a different event went dominating mm-hmm. like no one has ever dominated. I mean, that's kind of what we're, that that's the athlete we're talking about here. Um, it's obviously a little bit different because you know Mo probably won't get to extend up to the marathon, whereas he had that ability being a distance runner. But still, yeah, yeah. it's unfathomable when you think about the he's had the career of about four athletes. Yeah, and someone mentioned in the chat he's got two marathon losses. Right, he lost the first one and then went on this amazing win streak. So after the 2013 yeah. season, so from 2014 on, the only loss was in London. And then he also threw in those two time trials, which made us rethink what's possible in the marathon once in Monza and then once in, in Vienna. And he did it at a time Lincoln, when the marathon just got more competitive, the times were dropping and dropping and dropping. And he spanned so many guys best shot. How many guys marathon career has come and gone in the time that Iliad Kipchoge has just been clicking along, smashing course records, running historic performances, and virtually winning every single race. It just doesn't happen in this event. Yeah, it doesn't. And they had a they a cut of Kipchoge and he was smiling just a minute ago, just in case you were worried if he was, you know, falling apart. Um how far do you think Kipchoge could go at this pace? Do you think he could make it up to 30 miles at the current? I mean, it feels like he 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 should just do like a cu- just a couple extra at least, you know, to just So know, did we get the fun. did we get the 30 did we get the 35 to 40k split? Yeah, so 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 20155 is the um so no world record today unfortunately, Kevin. Uh <laughs> that's a joke. Uh so 20155 is the time so he went from now, keep in mind, he didn't have to run faster. So he went 13. Let's see. So would that have been 1450, about 1456, I think? Yeah, 1456 mm-hmm. from 35 to 40. Uh, he didn't really have to do as I mean, that's still obviously impressive, but the deciding factor would be that 40, uh, 1428, um, right? But yeah, that's a bit of a deciding still factor, clicking along. you could say. You could say that's a yeah. deciding factor. Yeah. 20632 yeah. is the Olympic record. That was in the heat yeah. he's, of Beijing. He's the, up a minute seventeen. He's up a minute seventeen with uh with less than two K to go. Yeah. So And we've seen we've seen in these championships how hard it is to come in as the favorite, how hard it is to defend your title. And none of it applied to Ilya Kipchoge. None of this stuff. Yeah, applies not when you're like a legitimate. Anyway. When you're also a legitimate philosopher on the level of like Socrates or Plato, uh, <laughs> it's not too hard to like come in as the favorite. Uh, that seems to be the uh, the arena that Kipchoge al- also occupies. So, um, he was also interviewed Osako. by Gordon Mack this year, which is something yeah. he had to overcome. We should mention that. Yeah. Like you know, tough, like, hey, Ellie Kipchoge, who would you put on your all-time Kenyan mixed 4 by 4 squad? I mean, like, that, that's the type <laughs> of, like, questions he had to get. Like, you know, so I 
I, I last two K. I applaud him for that. Uh, Osako just desperately trying to make it back. I mean, he is giving it everything he can to try to get back into uh, metal contention. It's really um, he's running a good race. This is just I just don't know if there's enough room unless somebody falls back. Because he is yeah. currently, yeah. unless multiple people called back, I said, because he's uh, 18 seconds down on the uh, the top three. Rupp currently two minutes, and th- he's an eighth, two minutes and 32 seconds behind uh, Kipchoge. And uh, he will have to, a miracle would have to happen for him to get a, to get a medal. It's not going to happen today, though. So Kipchoge's got about four minutes of running maybe a bit less to go and the race for silver and bronze is gonna be interesting because those four four guys have been locked in together for yep. a while now Chirono, nagi abdi and lambdason there so you got netherlands spain kenya and belgium with um under two kilometers to go looks like osako's grabbing his side now got a side yeah, stage. nobody's catching Kipchoge today, and then, I mean, I want to see, I want to see Kipchoge roll in and see his last, last K. But I also want to see this battle too, Link. Hundred percent. You could almost say split screen, but I don't know if we have those capabilities. Yeah, I mean, we'll get Kipchoge, and you know, we're they're doing better than they were earlier in the race. At least we're not seeing ninety eighth place right now. But um, yeah, yeah, I you know you do want to see him. F- finish luckily they're far enough back where we'll get to see him finish and then we'll get you know i think the crux of the battle uh for for uh, for silver and bronze Uh, although there are some moves being made it looks like chirono maybe fracturing that group uh with uh let's see who would be who's being dropped off would that be abdi falling off a little bit he's in fourth in that group and lamb dessen's dropping back a bit too so these could be the metal men here um, the metal men. He's a yeah, good old Toronto's pushing metal out. man. So true. Uh, Toronto is solid. And like I mentioned, he's tactically sound and he's won some majors. So I think he kept his poise when, when Kipchoge left him and they all had the benefit of running behind Kipchoge for a while. It's not as if any of these guys set off on the mission himself, because like any good leader, Kipchoge doesn't ask you to do anything that he wouldn't do himself. And now we have <laughs> one kilometer to go for silver I mean, Kip- and bronze. Kipchoge's got a cha- he's trying to challenge Jessica Hull for the most frequent smiling during the race. Obviously, we get more <laughs> of it with Kipchoge because he runs 26.2 miles. But uh, my goodness, the smile is really out today. Uh, I, he just has not shown a single sign of this race even affecting him. I would be curious to know, like, how, like, tomorrow, like, are his legs tired? Like, mm-hmm. is he, like, like, what is it like to be Elliot Kipchoge? I mean, that's, <laughs> that's, it must be good, I feel like. But this is a stroll in the park. This is why, though, I'm so glad the Olympics happened, right? I mean, there's plenty of other good stuff that happens on the track, but getting to see this you know just getting to live at the same time as elliot kipchoge is kind of a a reward 300 meters to go greatest marathoner in history last olympics do you think you think he runs in paris do you you think we'll see him double defend 
No one's done the three-peat. It's only three three years away. Does he look like he's slowing down? Does he look like he's slowing down to you? I, I don't think so. I don't, I don't think so. I don't know. This does not My look goodness. like somebody who's on their last. This does not look like somebody who's on their last marathon or on their last legs. If he does step away, it's because he wants to pursue do, other do other adventures things in his life. It's not because that's. So, I'm I'm uh, bored with dominance. This is boring. Yeah, I'm gonna pick up another nope. another sport or something. Chase Pack, Chirono, leading that group. Kipchoge, 200 to go. That's Lincoln. my Chirono. What a what a performance here. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that ill-timed joke. Uh, yeah, absolutely. This is uh, a, another dominant run for Elliot Kipchoge. And we, I, you know, we would be talking about this, and we will, as one of the greatest Olympic performances of all time, if not for the fact that this is routine for Elliot Kipchoge. I mean, this performance is up there with, you know, may, it may not go as a Wanjiru type dominance given the heat was a little stronger there and he, he ran the Olympic record, but that's the level this performance will be remembered on as far as uh, Olympic marathon history. So uh, the goat is uh, the goat for a reason. 208.38. What a run from him. That's, oh, he's, is he going to do a dance? What is he doing? I thought he was going to like break dance for a second. He like stopped and just like was staring at the cameras. I don't know. That was awesome. Okay. So, so we will get the action for all the other medals. Here we go. Yeah, Kipchoge did us a solid there. He said, I'm going to beat every. – I'm going to yeah. make that race fun. You're going to get to talk about me, but I'm going to finish far enough ahead so that way you guys can scan back and get the run up here. Lamdesson's out of it. It's yeah. between Chirono, Naji, and Bashir Abdi for silver and bronze. It looks like Osako is going to finish sixth. And – Nagi keeps waving his arm. Who is he motioning towards? You're in the last 200. I have no idea what's going on here. He's, it's like he's motioning Abdi to go past. I don't think past. he wants that. Yeah, you don't want that. You don't want that, I promise. What is he doing? Is he trying to like lead him out or something? Oh, he's trying Maybe to urge him on because they're, yeah, they're both Europeans. They're both the nether. Oh, Toronto's going to lose a medal. Yeah. It looks like. Oh, he's urging him on because they're both because he's Netherlands training Belgium, partners, right? maybe tr training partners. Oh, yeah, be, so Toronto's wow, gonna drop. And Toronto gets fourth. Yeah, are those guys? Are those, I did not see that both, coming, Kevin. Are they both? Uh, oh, Abdi. So Nagi trains at the Kipchoge camp. Oh, yeah, Nagi does. Okay, I th but Abdi, Abdi was training with. Farah for a while there so i'm not yeah i'm not entirely sure hey he was confident he was confident in his kick because he was, he was motioning people across so lambison gets fifth and osako six six is osako is going to be six so yeah toronto misses a medal by two seconds nagi and silver oh. abdi stops his watch when he's laying on the ground so he's gonna have to at least take off uh. 45 yeah, you're gonna have to cut some time there. there. Here's Rupp. So Rupp, what's gonna get eighth? Yeah, it should be eighth for Rupp. Osaka was two minutes back, so he was two two ten forty one. And yeah, Rupp will Rupp will be slotted in there in eighth. He'll run. That's been a grueling last five miles for him. Yeah. Grueling. Yeah. Just, yeah, we looked at we looked at Kipchoge's splits. It'd be interesting to see Rupp from 
from 30 to 35 and then 35. I mean, he, he, he hung in there. I kind of thought he might be done after a while and not done. Obviously he was off the medals, but I kind of thought he might be, uh, like dropping out. He just looked really like he fell back, but, uh, that's a pretty good day for Galen Rupp. I know obviously he it's medals or bust and this very well could be his last Olympics, although I don't imagine it will be, but you know, Simbu of Tanzania, seventh, and then Rupp, eighth. I mean, and we're going to get the rest pretty, of the top 10 here. Come on. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be, Kevin, a pretty good day for the Americans, all things considered. You know, uh, Jake Riley looks like he's going to finish in the top 25. And, uh, and Abdi, may, you know, I don't know. I fighting mean, for top 40. I mean, you're coming off, of, I know it, it varies based on the, the personnel, obviously, but you're coming off the last Olympics where Rupp got third and Jared Ward got sixth. So yeah, I know. I don't think it's, you know, it's a good. It's I don't, a good I don't point. Okay. I don't think they're gonna hang their hat. Like the expectation is much higher for the Americans right now. Okay. And even in twenty, okay, even in twenty twelve, you had Meb getting fourth there. Yeah. So okay. Fair the enough. Last two Olympics. You want me to keep going? I'll do more examples here. Let's see. Uh, <laughs> Well, wow! Even in why did why was this race so deep? But there were so many guys like up there, pretty close. Late, it just didn't seem. I mean, when are we used to seeing guys from the Netherlands, Belgium, and Spain and Tanzania up there? You know what I mean? Like, like two guys from Belgium finished in the top ten. When have we ever seen that? Like, what? This is an, this it, it just seems like there's almost more more bodies. It just I don't know. I just well. I, yeah. This is what happens. It just seemed like a more competitive Olymp race. I mean, Simbu from yeah. Tanzania was fifth last time in 2016. So okay. he's he's a guy who okay. shows Fair up enough. for big races. I mean, okay. yeah, this is – Nagi was 11th. I mean, this is what happens in Olympic marathons. You only get three per country. The conditions aren't very good, and there's an unpredictable result. Fair enough. So, man, I wanted to ask you uh, one more thing before we go yep um well first what are your final thoughts on on kipchoge i almost almost tough to put into words i mean we've you've you you know at, at this point we've used every adjective 12 times with elliot kipchoge um he's still the i think it's just exciting that he's still the best it's fun um it's one of those things you know sometimes in in, in other events i feel like when faro was retiring it was like okay it's cool we're gonna see somebody else come out on top with with kipchoge and it's time for a change you know um with kipchoge i don't feel like that i feel like you know it's gonna be it, it it's gonna be a significant you know uh absence whenever he's finally done or over mm -hmm. the hill uh so it's refreshing that he is still it, it feels like there's still some things right with the world when he's still the best so i, I don't think anyone was saying coming into the race oh he's not the best but obviously London, I know that was close to a year ago now, but you know, that, that puts some doubt and um, today removed any, any doubt. Uh, and it, it felt like that was a statement if insofar as a guy who's run 159 can make a statement. Um, he's still the best. And like I said, I don't, I don't think this is the, uh, this is the last Olympics, even for a guy who's run in what would be, you know, he's going to end up being like a six-time Olympian probably when all is said and done and it might win three golds in a row. I, obviously, we don't look too far down the road, but with the next Olympics only being three years away, uh, if you're making bets right now for Paris, I would put Eli Kipchoge as, as the favorite.
Yeah, he resets what's possible in yeah. the marathon. He didn't need to win this way. He didn't need to run it in that manner. He could have waited till yeah, the last yeah. 5K and broken yeah. away. But it's just the ultimate sign of confidence. It's the ultimate sign of trust in your training and knowledge of your abilities that you go out there on a day when there's a lot of variables in a race where the variables are baked in. It's part of the equation in the marathon that there is going to be things that you can't plan for. And somehow he manages to get through all of it and save for two times in his entire marathon career, which goes back to 2013, he figures it out. He figures it out yeah. and he figures it out in a way that either posts a historic time or a dominant victory. You could pretty much swap this thing with 2016, Lincoln, the level of dominance that he showed in this race. And, yeah. and this is a guy I, who I we this think is in the back. Even more so. Better, right? Yeah. Yeah. But my, yeah, my point better. being, this is a guy who's supposed to be on the tail end of his career. And he looks just as good as he did in in 2016. Again, I think the comp, we mm -hmm. need to start having that conversation about where he fits on the greatest athletes of all time, even though it's an impossible question to answer. But let's throw a marathoner into that debate. You know, you got a bunch of other yeah. sports represented. Let's let's put Elliot Kipchoge into the conversation. Let's put his resume up with other athletes to to see how he measures up in terms of the greatest athlete of all time and guess what it's not over yet either not over yet he's got not i don't over. know if he's what he what not what he plans on doing the rest of 2022 but you know every year he's got two opportunities minimum to showcase his abilities and he's been almost perfect over this span of eight years unlike any athlete in this event that we've ever seen and he's done it at an era that it's just shown impossible depth in the marathon and so to, to to be able to master the distance and to be able to stay that much far in front of your competitors in an event that makes both of those tasks so difficult is the ultimate sign of just how truly great kipchoge is yeah couldn't have said it better myself uh i think you know the tough conditions he has to be have been smiling and coming into this as says 208 in 90 degree weather yeah i can i can do that any any day i do that probably in training <laughs> in in kenya all the time so uh yeah like like was said a master class uh and he um you know how do you rate him as it's tough to compare even like you said previously in the same sport but i mean who who is the athlete of, of track and field i know it's not track but who, who was the athlete of, of the meet as far as uh, do you think the the Olympics track and field action between, you know, Warholm, Safan Hassan, yeah. uh, uh, who am I? Uh, Sydney. Thompson Hurrah and, and, and Sydney. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to compare, but uh, <laughs> yeah. th these are the performance. Kipchoge managed to make a 208 when a guy's run 159 he managed to make that put his name put a stamp of kipchoge on these games despite the fact running a time that we would say well whatever he ran 208 that's nothing for him but you know he was so dominant that it it's he made it memorable which is a credit to him because you know he like you said he could have waited till the the last two miles and and it was like well kipchoge won he's still the greatest obviously there was never going to be a debate but he really he he made it a special performance, which credit to him because he didn't even have to do that. I like this MVP discussion. Um, but before we do that, what what are your thoughts again on, on Galen Rupp and the rest of the American team? So if you go through the results, we mentioned Rupp 
was eighth, obviously. Um, Jake Riley was farther back, started off farther back, more conservative approach, and then moved up his way throughout the race. He ended up finishing 29th in uh, 216-26th. Abdi Abdurrahman of the United States was their third man across the line. He finished 41st in 218-27. So Rupp being the, the first guy across the line, did his performance surprise you a bit? And what do you think it says about the Americans' outlook moving forward? Yeah, I mean, I guess I should say I, I was a little rosy on it to begin with. I mean, there's no situation where Rupp is going to be happy, one, missing the medals, but the fact that he couldn't hang with guys like, you know, Abdi Nagy and uh, Bashir Abdi, uh, not to mention, you know, Chirono, but th- th- guys like that up front, um, I'm, you know, they may have faster PBs, but in a championship race, I, you know, Galen Rupp had to expect he was going to be fighting for the medals. So for him to be out of that, that's, that's disappointing. Um, you know, if you told me, the U S between the men and the women are going to get one medal in the marathon. You would take that and you would have said, Oh, it's going to be Galen Rupp. Uh, it just so happens. It was, mm-hmm. was not, it was Molly Seidel. So you're always going to have some surprises, but that one was significantly. So, I mean, it's, you know, in the team competition, I know Gordon Mack likes to keep the, t- keep track of team points when there aren't any being t- uh, calculated, but you know, men, t- team USA got all three finishers across the line in this men's race. Can't say the same for Kenya and Ethiopia. So the team competition goes the way of the U.S., at least between Kenya yeah. and Ethiopia. So there's a there's a bonus. Although I think Morocco, they may have they may have taken it to that. I, I'm mostly joking. I mean, for Riley, you would hope he could have got creeped into the top 20. It kind of he kind of looks like things maybe fell mm-hmm. apart a little bit in the last couple miles. But that's kind of what to expect for him. And then Abdi, I mean, the guy again is like 45 years old. So for him to get 41st. I don't think is a completely horrible performance. Um, I mean, it's not something he's going to be happy with, certainly, but it's it's not a abysmal race by any means for him. Mm-hmm. So I'd I think give it's the, tough. I'd to... give the I'd give the day overall a B minus for the for the for the U.S. men's team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's tough with with Rupp because, as you mentioned before, it's just so deep the marathon yep. right now. So, and and you have to make that choice at a certain point. Am I running for? gold am i running for medals or am i running just to to be in the mix here because i think it matters when you talk about covering moves and which pack you position yourself in and he, he ran this race he put his his nose in there to try to try to make this thing for work sure. and obviously it didn't didn't but i wouldn't be surprised yeah. if he comes back in the fall we know that all the major marathons are going to be in the fall and they're going to be split 10 different directions <laughs> so He'll have a chance mm-hmm. to to run well this fall because if if he chooses to run a marathon because all those fall majors are going to split apart the field. You brought up MVPs before. I think it's a very interesting debate here, and I don't. You could you almost need to just have a a list of finalists at this point because yeah, you obviously have to put you have to put the two well three world record holders on there. I guess you got to go Rojas. Warholm and Sydney, although Warholm and Sydney had put above them just by the sheer amount they broke the record by. Yeah. Then you have yeah. then you have Elaine Thompson Hurrah, who pulls off the double and goes number two all time in the one and the two. And then you have Safan Hassan doing the Hassanathon and gets gold at the five and the ten, and then bronze in the fifteen. I guess if you're looking at another person with a singular amazing performance, it would be Ilya Kipchoge because of the dominance that that he displayed but how do you sort out that group and is there anybody else that that I'm I'm missing there between 
Sydney and Elaine Thompson, Safan Hassan, Carson Warholm, Thompson Hurrah. I, yeah, mean, I mean, the only other it, person. It's, it's I, a tough thing to sort out. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Krauser, the only other person Krauser I would too. put in there, it, Krauser. Yeah, I, would, I was going to say Krauser. I mean, I know he didn't break his world record, but the guy's freaking throwing 2330 again. Uh, that was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the pecking order for me is actually pretty clear. I, I really do think Warholm had the performance of of the entire Olympics, uh, 45-94. I mean, it's just it's not a time that I don't think anyone could comprehend. Um, mm-hmm. It seemed like even he couldn't uh, coming into that. You could you could see, you know, Sydney McLaughlin taking, you know, getting down to fifty one forty six. That's almost like a believable time. Forty five ninety four. Uh, you know, I could see that performance standing for decades, and I just think it's so unbelievable that 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 I would put it at overall. Yeah, I know he only ran one event, but I'd purport put it as the performance of the games. Um, and then behind that, I'd go Thompson Hurrah. Uh, as the next best, and then and then Stefan Hassan. I think it's pretty clear, to be honest. I, I there there was a lot of great performances. Um, I, I think Sydney may be a little bit of a, a victim of her own success, unfortunately. Um, just the fact that she had run fifty one ninety. I know point going down point four four still incredible, but the 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 triple action medals of a Thompson Hurrah and Stefan Hassan. I know one was a relay for Thompson Hurrah, but triple gold yeah. is uh, spectacular any way you shake it. And then with Hassan running like. 24,000 meters and, and getting three mm-hmm. medals, two of them gold. That's, that's pretty spectacular. So that's how I do it. One, two, three, Warholm, Thompson Ra, and then Hassan. Thompson Ra has the times. And I think if she won those races, but the times were slower, we'd say, okay, a hundred, 200 doubles been done. But I, I, I still, I think got to give the edge to Safan Hassan to just go for that. Yeah. That triple was, was amazing. It's ambitious. And, the 15 was sandwiched in between in the 15. She basically lost to the greatest women's miler of all time in the 10,000. She had to beat the world record holder at the moment in the yep. 5,000. She ran against Obiri who has a ton of hardware and Gudoff's a guy who's the indoor world record holder in the 1500 and his run low 14, like the competition was ready for her. And she came out of it with, with two golds and a bronze. I, this is, imp- it's impossible yeah. to sort out. Cause you're right. Cause Sydney was, amazing and she smashed her world record just like warholm smashed his world record but the margin wasn't as big so we so we dissect that i think there's just that first tier where you can't really you can't really go wrong with with who you pick like i i would hear an argument for several people here your order is is interesting i just think the historical nature of safan hassan and what she, like we'll see other people break world records in one event at the Olympics. That's a guarantee. Yeah, it may sure. not be as much. It may not be as much, but a 15, 5, 10 double. You called her the queen of queen of range a couple of years ago. But this is we never thought this would actually happen. This is something we would joke about. No. Oh, yeah. Let's, let's see her do three events. I mean, people don't triple in dual meets in distance races in high school. Yeah. And she did this at the Olympics and came out with two golds and a bronze. Yep. Yeah, I, I I agree. It's it's just there were so many good good times and the on the 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 tracks and you know and the sprinting and then the hurdles is is easy to get lost and everything. And then also it also was the Olympic Games and so there was just tons of performances to choose from. Kevin, it's uh I'm being beckoned right now to to shut yeah. down this this whole this whole thing. So my my family's <laughs> been gracious giving me the time to do this, but 
what a great Olympic Games. I, it was, uh, you know, there was questions if mm -hmm. it was actually going to happen, but uh, I was thankful to be part of it here on uh, this, these flow track uh, on YouTube events on the marathon. It was a lot of fun. Thanks for having me. Yeah. One more thing before you go. Don't sign off yet because people are asking, what was Gordon's final total? Did he lose money from Galen Rupp? And he did. He lost $277.42 okay. total. So after 40 bets, Not bad. he lost $277. Not bad. Not bad at all. He'll make it. No. He's not financially ruined. Doesn't have kids yet. Does not have kids. So he yeah, does, not, does not need to worry about that. All right. All right. We'll leave it there. Thank you, Lincoln, for co-hosting. Thanks to Colt and Travis for producing. Thanks to everybody who tuned in over the last week to the FlowTrack podcast. You can subscribe to the FlowTrack podcast YouTube channel. We'll be back on Monday. I'm not sure what we'll talk about, but we'll see you then.